Hey y'all, Rick Houston here, and I want to tell you about my new show, the Moonshine and Motorsports Racing Podcast. I've partnered up with the state of North Carolina Department of Natural and Cultural Resources to help uncover the history behind moonshining mountain boys, professional wheelmen, and the backwoods and city lights of the Tar Heel State. In the first episode, I sat down with Winston Kelly at the NASCAR Hall of Fame for a little behind-the-scenes gossip about Junior Johnson's engineering skills. He's got two things in his hand, pipe wrench and channel lock pliers, and they weren't new. They had been been around the block a time or two. What the first deal they built, I bet. No, no, you know, I think they were, the the pliers had been red before, but paint had worn off. And in the second episode, I talked to a professional hillbilly, a.k.a. Dr. Daniel Pierce of UNC Asheville, to find out the real history of moonshiners and their battles with the revenuers. He wrote about one of his experience of trying to chase down this uh, this bootlegger and this this souped up car, and he he complained that the government gave him these piece of crap, cheapo cars, and that, that were really no match. But he thought he was doing pretty good, and then the guy just hits it and just takes off and practically disappears. But then the guy makes a bootleg turn uh, and comes back towards him. And as he said, it was a game of chicken, and I was the chicken. And so he ran off the road. And actually, he was the guy who, who caught Junior Johnson at his daddy's steal when Junior got tangled up in a, in a barbed wire fence. So check out the Moonshine and Motorsports Racing Podcast, available on YouTube, DailyDownForce.com, and all of your favorite podcasting platforms. And be sure to check out my regular show on NASCAR history, the Scene Vault Podcast. Eric Estep here. One of my favorite parts of being a NASCAR fan is collecting diecasts. It's how I got my start on YouTube, actually. To me, a room is not complete until it features shelves of NASCAR diecast cars. It's as good a time as ever to continue your collection or begin an all-new one by pre-ordering your favorite driver's 2022 next-gen diecast at LionelRacing.com or at any authorized Lionel retailer. Lionel is the official diecast of NASCAR, and don't miss Lionel Racing's NASCAR Authentics diecasts at a Walmart or Target near you. Not only is Lionel the official diecast of NASCAR, but they're also official supporters of the Out of the Groove Podcast Network. So what are you waiting for? Head to LionelRacing.com to order your favorite driver's 2022 diecast. Eric Estep here. One of my favorite parts of being a NASCAR fan is collecting diecasts. It's how I got my start on YouTube, actually. To me, a room is not complete until it features shelves of NASCAR diecast cars. It's as good a time as ever to continue your collection or begin an all-new one by pre-ordering your favorite driver's 2022 next-gen diecast at LionelRacing.com or at any authorized Lionel retailer. Lionel is the official diecast of NASCAR, and don't miss Lionel Racing's NASCAR Authentics diecasts at a Walmart or Target near you. Not only is Lionel the official diecast of NASCAR, but they're also official supporters of the Out of the Groove Podcast Network. So what are you waiting for? Head to LionelRacing.com to order your favorite driver's 2022 diecast. Three wide and deep. This is like a damn plate race. Yeehaw, baby. Three with no help. Push him up. Race all the way back, baby. 
Hello, everybody. Welcome to the NASCAR Wiki Podcast. No. Tonight here on Danny B Talks, uh, we have our usual panel here tonight. No one joining us, but we uh, we got some dirty news to talk about because we went dirt track racing in Bristol, Tennessee this weekend. I was in attendance. These guys, uh, for whatever weird reason, said that um, they didn't think it would be cool, so they didn't want to go with me. Well, it wasn't because it wasn't cool. It's because, if anything, it was going to be wet. Is far away. That's the risk we take but, as NASCAR fans, Eric. And you mm. Hey, that, that's why I say NASCAR fans are the hardest working NASCAR fans, but you know, sometimes the I need a week off. NASCAR fans. Or the hardest working <laughs> fans in sports. You guys know what I mean. I'm distracted by a massive super chat right out the gate. So we'll yeah. have a wonderful yeah. start to begin appreciate, the show. Appreciate that, Saban. <laughs> we will look at those super chats at the top of the hour, but guys, let's break it down. Uh, Bristol Dirt. Um, I had a video go viral this weekend, not on YouTube, but on Twitter and Facebook of the flooding at Bristol Motor Speedway on Sunday. And uh, You were on Sports Center, bro. I, I, on Sports I, Center. I, I, I always thought my, my Sports Center debut would involve water, but I thought it'd be like winning the Bassmaster Classic or something <laughs> like that. But uh, <laughs> there it was. Oh man, that was nuts. Like actually we saw your video. So like I was I was going out with uh with my girlfriend that morning for breakfast and we saw your video on the TV in the <laughs> diner we always go to. And I'm like, hey, that's Danny. <laughs> I didn't get a chance to take a picture. I wish I, I could have. But I was like, man, that's awesome. Um, but that, that, that was pretty badass. I, I, it, it sucked, but it was still pretty badass that you got it. So, yeah. mm-hmm. it's man, I, that was cool. It's funny. Uh, you guys know where we stay at for the Bristol races. And it's like just right yeah. around the corner from the track. And uh, so I told Claudia, I was like, you know, I'm going to drive down there and just see what it looks like. And she was kind of like, oh, that's, no, that's silly. That's just going to be stupid. No one's going to care about that. Okay. Yeah, my room, <laughs> even even my roommate uh, mentioned to me that, yeah, I heard in Bristol, Tennessee, there was like some flood warning there and like and like some people had um, had actually uh, drowned, unfortunately, and stuff. So I'm assuming it was like some um, uh, the entire town of Bristol had some sort of flood issues, See, not just it, the racetrack. It, it wasn't just the racetrack. Uh, it's mm. pretty much everywhere in Tennessee. Even here, the lake is up to levels I've never seen it at here since living wow. here. Like Ooh. pretty much every lake in Tennessee has has flooding issues right now. Like it, the and these lakes are all ran by dams, so it's like it tries to funnel out the water. Well, think of it like this: there's a lake up here, a lake up here, a lake up here, but they're all flooded. So they're like, no, I can't take any more water. No, I can't take any more water. They're just all trying to mm. get it to move out. So unfortunately, we're gonna have this high water for a lot of weeks because they can only afford to move so much. Yeah, that's unfortunate. But I mean, no, dude, just the overall racing, man, as a whole, I was thoroughly entertained like throughout and I was I was super surprised. I mean, just the reason being is because we were venturing into the unknown and 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 and, and also like just the entire weekend was feeling like one giant L at first, just because everyone's spirits was just so down because of the whole delay. And then just mm-hmm. the very beginning of how of how the weekend opened up was just funny as well. Like, one lap in and then caution out or no, um, excuse me, red flags out because there's so much mud on the windshields. Oh, they can't see it. So. That, was hilarious. that was hilarious. Yeah. What well, was that like in person? Man. So they were going so slow. <laughs> I made a comment like, on, and you'll see it whenever I release my blog from the weekend. I was like, they're going so slow. And then once you, they slow down, you realize, oh, it's because they can't say anything. They can't. <laughs> and it was fun. And then like, it was fun because like the mud was like wet and then it fastly, it like quickly dried up on there. And then you have to really like work hard to to get it off the windshield i was thoroughly entertained too at the way that they 
prep the track because they had these old Crown Vicks that they used Mm to run it in. And then they actually got some guys who raced local dirt late model races in the area to bring, like, they had, like, four late model drivers, and they would just go out and just run run a few laps wide open. It's like, dang, these things are cool watching around Bristol. That's cool. That's awesome. I hope they got paid for that. Yeah, yeah, that's about (laughs) to say. I'm I'm sure they did. They They probably gave them tires and gas and some money, I'm sure. But Which I guess paid better than they did racing in the actual race. <laughs> <laughs> but man, well, just oh, go ahead. Well, that was just the big problem all weekend was just mud like everywhere. Whether it was on the windshields, whether it was on the mm-hmm. grills, I understand not doing this for the windshields, but for the front bumpers and 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 the grills, you know, I, I, especially you know, you see what happens with Kyle Busch. You think they'd be better prepared, like anything you like could there could there have been any better way like put some crisco on the front or something i don't <laughs> care but like there's got to be some way to get the, the mud to not build up and i i think we commented in the uh in our chat together it was like the hendrick guys got it figured out right away mm-hmm. whereas like the gibbs guys looked like they were they struggling. were suffering they were suffering mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they were really they were really suffering. bad <laughs> yeah and Luckily, the, the mud issue seemed to go away as the race went on because that's what had me worried at first was when the leader of the race basically was punished for taking the lead because the track was a little <laughs> too moist and you know he'd had stuff moist. packed on his grill in the wrong possible moist. way. Yeah, I, I was I was like, oh, this is that's a terrible look when you're you know, a front running car that can only run five laps. But luckily, the track I guess dried up or um, the conditions improved quickly, and that really you know, a lot of guys complaining about heating issues, but nobody ever quite reached that limit besides the race leader kyle bush but really this oh this bristol race had everything it seemed i mean in the truck race you had tempers flaring and stuff i mean like and then like also you even had like the safety truck run into john hunter Nemechek's truck too that was <laughs> as as he was like clapping at uh, I, I, I think I it think, was crafton that wrecked him i think so it was crafton that yeah. wrecked him and then you had the whole issue of whatever happened with uh was that kraus behind him that got Kraus, yeah. so yeah the deal with that is apparently like yeah like after Nemechek had spun out i guess Kraus's spotter didn't let him know and he just had to miss him i guess i, I don't know how Kraus was like still throwing slide jobs out as they yeah stop i'm like what is he doing does he not know like so it was his fault he racked like, on what he was doing yeah <laughs> we want to talk about some spotters and decisions to throw a caution or not throw a caution in a truck race Kyle Larson's wreck in the truck race was completely avoidable. I just got to yeah. say that because we we <laughs> in the stands all saw that coming. Because was it was it Marlar? Is that who was in that truck? Mike Marlar. Mike yeah, uh, Mike Marlar. And he uh, came in handy that later that day too, towards the end. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, we all saw that he was running well off the pace a long time before the leader ever got to him. Mm-hmm. They. I seen someone made a comment like, "Oh, you don't want to just throw a caution for a slow car. I mean, they should spotters should tell them slow car a pie. Here's the thing yeah. about a dirt track: a pie is your fast lane. You <laughs> there ain't no place for a slow car to go in a dirt track. Yeah. Well, you did like the the entire. I, I, I my problem with it is, I like that NASCAR gave him the chance to get down. But after he didn't get down and he was going to have to go through the gauntlet all over again, it, that's where I'm like, okay, I think they should have thrown it then. I don't know if it was seen on camera, but like almost immediately before that one, there was another truck that was running off the pace, and they did do a good job of getting down to the bottom and staying out of the way. And it, it wasn't it, Norm. <laughs> yeah, Norm. Oh, yeah. Even on his radio, he was like crying about it. Like, oh, like, give me, like, get off my back or something. I can't I'm remember. sticking by my driver, damn it. <laughs> driver in, in the loosest of, of definitions. Yeah. 
He thought he was faster than he was, uh, him. And at one point, he did just straight up stop on a track for a caution. I did see that. Yeah. <laughs> and Tim, like, did it too. They had two guys do it early in the race, which is why I think NASCAR was gun shy on throwing the caution. They didn't want to throw the caution for a guy running, you know, slow, <laughs> yeah. especially Yeah. if he was still, you know, running and at least pointed the right direction. But I think that's what it obviously bit them, but I know all day long, like the, the complaints were that they've been throwing too many cautions. So I think NASCAR, you know, if anything was peer pressured into not throwing the yellow and that kind of ruined Larson's day. That being said, there needed to be better communication because while the high line can be the fast line around most dirt tracks, it was never the fast line at Bristol. And so, you know, Larson was the only guy making time up there. His spotter needed to be in his ear a lap beforehand. Hey, there's a guy going 20 miles an hour up there. So that's, to me, that's 100% on the spotter. There was even room when he went into that turn where he got wrecked, there was room to go low. He had a whole lane down there. There wasn't anybody to his inside. So I you know, I, I, I'll put it on NASCAR for, for, you know, not being consistent. They weren't consistent in the cup race with cautions. They let Bubba left him out to drive for yeah no poor guy but you know spotters needed to especially at that point in the race <laughs> it wasn't too dusty spotter should have been in his ear but congratulations yeah that sucks for him to martin trex jr the 36 triple threat winner in nascar history and that was his third career truck series start too so and they said he was like the second oldest or the oldest since waltrip he was the to, oldest to, since waltrip to get yeah his first truck win goodness mm -hmm. oh michael waltrip i was yeah like yeah yeah no michael waltrip yeah yeah Yeah, I was like sitting there thinking, I'm like, I remember not Daryl DW doing truck yeah races, but it didn't not go he well. never win yeah he never won No, that that was so odd to me because I remember watching, like, I remember watching that night, and I never, I never thought of that just because it was, you know, Mikey, Mikey, winning. Um, but I, I was not expecting Martin Truex Jr. of all drivers, one of the drivers who basically like echoed the sentiments of Kevin Harvick of saying, "I've never done this, I'm probably gonna suck." Mm -hmm. And Mm he -hmm. comes out and he, I mean, he looked, even at the start of the cup race, he Yeah, looked like he, I mean, it looked like he had this whole he weekend ran top unlocked. five the whole cup race until the last lap. Yep. Yeah. But man, that was, I mean, I was, I, I, I ripped on, on the decision to put him on dirt all the way back in whenever the hell they released the schedule. And I'm glad I was proven wrong. I had fun with it. Like I said Yeah. to, to, to you three before the show, I was like, This was my favorite race of the year. Like, far and away my favorite one. Yeah, the Vegas race had its moments. You know, Daytona Road Course was good before the entertainment uh, caution. But, man, this one, for me, beginning, middle, and end was my favorite because, one, you had everything changing. And that's just a great part of a dirt track is that it's always going to change, especially between the, um, basically, the stage breaks. I mean, actual breaks. Um The, the track was constantly changing. The rules changed at one point, which we, we all got sent that back to 2003. that shocked Yeah. that that shocked me a little bit i was actually Act surprised a single file. when they did that It, it, it worked, and that's what shocked me. I thought, <laughs> single yeah file, what's that going to really change? They didn't wreck, so I'm well glad. yeah and they and they do that at dirt races already they were mm. they didn't go with the word they legitimately just could not do that without doing it like they, they were going I, yeah to crash like crazy but con but congratulations to daniel suarez driver of the day on tuesday yes or Cheney didn't win on monday a stage. He almost yeah had stage two one, but he he was up there all day long. I, hey track house racing you know they came into the season you know a lot i mean like basically track house racing and 23 11 are pretty much going to be linked because not only did they come into the sport um, in the same season, they have two celebrity owners in Michael Jordan and Pitbull. So they're going to get a ton of attention, but the difference is from celebrity owners in the past, they're not just there just to, just to be there and say, Hey, I own, I, I own my own NASCAR team. They want to win. And early on too, I mean, 
just the RCR alliance with Trackhouse seems to be paying dividends compared to the 2311 alliance with with, uh, with JGR at the moment. I mean, first top five and seven races in. Seven races in, first top five. Um, sure, Suarez is only 20th in the standings and Bubba at the moment is 28th. But I'm really curious to see how those two can really improve um, by the time we get to the halfway point. I want to say more out of them. And it is fair to point out. Hey, most of the people we saw running up in the top, aside from like Kevin Harvick, most of them did run in the truck race beforehand. Like Suarez and Bubba were both in that. And Bubba, although he had his issues at the end, he was staying in the top 10 pretty much the whole day. Was Suarez in it? Who was he driving for? I didn't he see He drove it. the Young's Motorsports truck. But oh, he never right. was higher than like 15th on the leaderboard. Yeah. Like either the 02 or the 20, something like that. I think he was in the 02. Um, oh, Bubba's 21st in the standings, I guess. So, okay, he's, he's right there. He's right, right there on, with him. They're right on top of each other. But I will say I'm obviously really impressed with Trackhouse this year if we're just you know, broadly speaking mm-hmm. about their mm-hmm. start to the season versus 23-11. All the eyes are on 23-11. I think Trackhouse feels like they don't have any pressure and they're just going out and succeeding, at least, especially the last yeah. two or three weeks they've been faster than and and you know what and you know what there's the difference right there they didn't put any pressure on themselves in the offseason like hey we're just getting started 23 11 did the whole opposite there and i mean it's a perception thing now you know it's it's more i mean if if you look at the eye test so far because i know yeah they're kind of right on top of each other in points but if you look at the eye test of what team has actually been looking better it's been track house without Mm -hmm. a doubt yeah. I mean, 23-11 has had its moments. The last two, uh, I think the last two races. Uh, last two races, they've been in the top 10. Yeah, yeah. So but, three weeks in a row. Yeah. But overall, I mean, Trackhouse has looked like a better form mm-hmm. team all the way around. You can tell that 23-11 was basically put together a month before Daytona with now, like, getting cars and stuff. Like, now, now, here's a funny line I, I didn't think we would ever say at the beginning of the season. Um, both of those teams seem to be in a better place than Stuart Haas Racing at the moment. I mean, what is... Oh, dude. So, Eric Almarola Rex, Eric Almarola Rex, and then Again. the 14 and the 4 get together at the... Um, so that was the just bad luck. That yeah. was bad luck. I'm like, they, they can't... They, they have no luck at the moment, but... I mean, that 10 team, I mean, that 10 has to be the most disappointing so far. I mean, we are almost a quarter in uh, um, a quarter into the in, into the 2021 season. And that 10 seems to be the most disappointing car at the moment. I actually think he is 28th in points. <laughs> yeah. so I think he is the one who's 28th. So he's, I yep. mean, they're in desperation mode already. They're not pointing their way into the playoffs at this. I don't think they are. I think it's winning yeah. bus. Danica, is that you? <laughs> That's Danica what it reminds me. points. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh gosh. Oh, Eric. that's what I'm saying, man. You that's do. what I'm saying. Hey, like, at, at least Bristol or this Bristol one, I, I'm not sure it was all Eric's fault. Friesen maybe choked him down a little bit there, but Almarola's made some mistakes. Miami, I remember a failed slide oh. job wrecked himself, so he's, he has not <laughs> been right. at his game. But, but the the only advantage I think Almarola has is like it's either get rid of him and put Riley Herbst in there, or oh, just... Stuart Haas is screwed. Oh. No, Stuart Haas has nobody in the pipeline. <laughs> he they, wishes I, I miss Larson. Haley I miss Larson. Where's I'll Larson? Well, I'll be real for Deegan. Yeah, and I'll be real about Deegan. Like, and I think she sucked. All of us here. Yeah, she, yeah, she, 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 she was a no show. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. yeah, that was disappointing. Like, I understand this is only her, like, what, fifth truck race ever, but it's, I it's thought she'd very run top under, 10. No, like, if she wrecked at some point, if she had wrecked like halfway through and finished 25th, I'd be like, ah, as long as she was running seventh or eighth, she ran 18th all race long. Yeah. Like, and we commented amongst each other that were uh, during practice, we're like, wow, she looks like she has a lot of confidence for this weekend. Yeah, if then, confidence is leading to an 18th place finish, that is not a recipe for I'm going to make it to Cup. I, like, I recently I saw in a few races, but. I recently saw yeah. something where it was like, oh, it's her equipment. No, it's not. I don't, that's not. No, that no way. Yeah, come on. That, let's not, not use that argument. Come it's on. not the best truck, but it's a truck that can and often would run top 10. Now, it's yeah. Bristol Dirt. at Bristol Dirt, the great equalizer, there was no excuse for her to not run top 10 mm-hmm. or top 15. I was surprised. Maybe it was really that difficult to handle. I was listening to her radio throughout the race because I was really curious. I had high expectations this weekend. And at one point towards the end, she was losing spots. Losing spot, losing spot. She just came on the radio saying, I don't know where to run this place. So oh. clearly they didn't figure it out as the day went. That's not confident at all. If That's anything, not confident. if anything. So I mean, I'm not Deegan's not a bust or anything like that. Again, like yeah. what five, yeah. six yeah. truck it's races. Too soon. Yeah. This is the first race this season where I had expectations that she did not meet. And mm-hmm. so I feel like it's worth pointing out. Anyway, SHR screwed is what we're really talking <laughs> about. They have no future yeah. at, the, at the moment. It's like they either Cape Amarola. Rally Herbst, or they see if they still have Danica Patrick's number. I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah. Free you have really nobody in the pipeline, you know, outside of, you know, the Ford camp and stuff. I mean, You'd have Briscoe's to go outside. still them. got room to grow. So maybe Briscoe will emerge, but you mm-hmm. know, I mean, again, we're only seven, we're only seven I'm, races I'm, in, I'm, but like, I'm giving, okay. I'm giving, I'm giving Briscoe a pass. Cause he's a rookie. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm keeping yeah. Custer on a tight leash, but Almirola, he, he better step it up. He's the first yeah. one gone at this rate. I mean, just who would have thought that the Storthaus Racing drop off would be like just like so bad? I didn't expect this drop off to be bad, and, but and, and, oh. even, and even then, Harvick is still good, but it's not as good as it used to well, be compared ever, to last ever, year. Ever I pulled the up the points here. Last year, he's he's gone down. Yeah. Now, now I have Jayski's points. It does not differ on winners versus. It's just straight up, just straight up, just straight up points. Kevin Harvick is currently in eighth position in points, and he's behind guys like William Byron and Ryan Blaney. Um, wow. Wow. I mean, I'm just scrolling here, man. I'm scrolling. Well, oh God. I'll, I'll, put it, I'll, I'll put it like this. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> yeah. Eighth in points. Listen That's to not this. terrible. No, 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 no. Listen to no. this. Michael McDowell is closer to Kevin Harvick in points than all three of the other SHR cars. Oh. <laughs> and I'm not talking just like in points, like position. Hey, that's uh, Daytona 500 champion. Michael yeah. <laughs> no, listen here. Listen, which, which he, he does have way more top tens. I already know he, that. Is, he does. No, no. Harvick is 42 points above McDowell. Do you want to do you want to throw out a wild guess how many points Cole Custer, who is twenty third in points and is the second highest SHR car, how many points behind Michael McDowell is Cole Custer? Just throw out a wild guess. Sixty nine. I'm sure it's a triple digit, isn't it? No, no, no. Uh, Sixty nine. Yeah, sixty nine points. All right, let me do a little mental math here. You just holy Jesus, sixty five. Oh, oh it's close. Oh, he is more than a full race ahead of them. Mm. And then you look down in the points. Chase Briscoe is 27th, and Eric Almarola is 28th. And then if oh. you, oh. I mean, oh. man, 
Oh, that's so that's bad. It made me gag. I mean, if you look at the current cut line, Chase Briscoe is closer to Quint uh, is I think closer nope. to Quint Halfin points than the cut line. Uh, 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 got a dying oh seagull in the book. Uh, <laughs> the, the only other person that I can think of that's oh, still Jesus. in the Ford camp that they could bring in is not an improvement. It's Matt Benedetto. That's the only other person I can think of. Oh, that, that could be an improvement. A, it, it, it's a lateral at worst. At least he brings his biceps. Well, that's got to be worth it. I least. mean, and his and his dirt. At least twenty dollars in social media value. <laughs> I mean, the only other guy I would think of outside of SHR in a Ford is Austin Cindric, but he's going to Penske. That's already a done deal, basically. Yeah. You know, I mean, so. you could fish free agency, but, yeah. Because like, there's tons of people. I'm assuming. I, I'm just. You know what? I, I've been trusting Jayski the past few days. I'm going to trust him more. I'm going to look up right now on Jayski the contracts. Uh, yeah, the 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 mm-hmm. 2021 driver whatever chart. Nice, um, nice. Because they have the contracts listed. I mean, there's it. a lot. Keselowski sounds like he's probably going to stay with Penske. And I, yeah. at this point, I wouldn't want to jump over to SHR from Penske. No, I wouldn't Mm-mm. take that. No, risk. no way. So I don't know uh, who else it could be. Let's see here. Um. Well, I I don't think they're desperate enough Bowman, to get Quinn. If Bowman loses a Hendrick ride. Does SHR pick Alex Bowman up? I don't. I don't think he's gonna though, because I think Ally would be he probably happy. won't, but he could. I yeah, wouldn't rule Ally, it out. Ally seems to be pretty well behind him. They did a good job mm-hmm. in the merch, I'll tell you that. So. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, they, they aired that really nope. cool Ryan cinematic ad. Ryan Newman ain't happening because if there's one thing and we'll talk about it later, Tony Stewart's good ad is burning bridges. Yeah, um, <laughs> never again. Tyler Reddick is a 2021 question mark right now. Um, it was interesting in the truck race. Newman was, he didn't run the truck race, but during practice, they had the little 39 next to his uh, yeah. name. And it was in like the SHR font. I thought mm-hmm. that was very interesting. Yeah, that's fine. Chris Busher is another that's a question mark in the Ford camp for mm. 2021 and beyond. Uh, Christopher Bell is, apparently is only signed for a year. Oh, um, I don't think. After this year. I'm don't sure think, yeah, they're not going to let him go. Him. Yeah, they're going to they're going to resign him. No I mean, way. I mean, he won right off the bat. I think you he beat yeah. Chase Elliott at his own game. Yeah. <laughs> Matt to Benedetto, we already listed off. Um, I think that Michael McDowell is going to stay put. Um, so that's that's off the table, in my opinion. Eric Jones is through 2022. Ricky Stenhouse uh, is through this year. I would try and get Bowman. Eric Jones. Eric right. Jones would be I, – I, that would be a perfect one. Stenhouse still hasn't finished outside the top 18 and is coming off a, mm-hmm. a runner-up. I wouldn't leave JTG. They're on the up and up at this point. <laughs> There's nobody. Known. There's no one aside from like De Benedetto, and uh, you know that's about it that I could really see jumping over. Maybe Stenhouse. Yeah. I think they just got to hope that Custer and Briscoe develop, and they might. They they very well might. I'm not it's definitely not ruling out Briscoe yet, but they certainly have not impressed. You know, Custer in his first year plus, he got that win, but other than that, he yeah. has not impressed so far. So I'd be a little worried. Stenhouse might would be okay to get back into the Ford camp, so that might would happen. I, I just I like because I see people saying Brad Kozlowski. I don't see it happening. I don't yeah. see Brad Kozlowski. I don't see that. I, I don't yeah, think, I, don't, I don't think that Brad would fit the SHR uh, mold. I guess. Yeah, I mean, he's been with Penske for years, and I mean, they're off to a to a, a freaking fantastic start. So why would he leave? There's no way. I, I could look at the Xfinity team chart if you want and see if there's anyone in there. And I know some people would say Gregson probably like, listen, like I, I mean Gregson's cool and all, but he's not ready and like he would not go to the Ford camp. So let's mean. be real. Gregson is a like Gregson and Tony Stewart, I feel like would either explode horribly or that gel would, perfectly. Yeah, yeah, there's no in between. I don't I don't want to like that match. <laughs> I I didn't even consider that. He 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 wants to get the cup. That might honestly mm-hmm. open up something for him. 
Maybe. I, I'm just I'm scrolling through. I don't see anyone they'd take the shot on, especially like I was thinking maybe the colleague guys, but they're talking about going to cup in the next few years. Mm-hmm. So I don't see them getting rid of them. A lot of people that want those yeah. charters, shut the 10 team down and sell your charter, make some quick cash, yeah. especially if Smithfield backs out. <laughs> maybe an yeah. option is making it like that's where 2311 gets their second charter. <laughs> maybe, maybe an option is doing what, uh, JR Motorsports is doing with the eight car and just making it whoever you can fit in goes. Yeah, maybe just make it into a part time ride. Go I, for I the mean, owner's uh, championship. I just don't, I just don't yeah. know if that makes sense for Cup, though. I, I mean, like, there's financial incentive the isn't there. You can still I mean, get the owner's championship, like Jarrett was about to say. Yeah, and that, and that could help your team when you do get a full time driver. I, that's a last resort kind of thing. I mean, they could just they could I mean, stick with Eric Jones. Heck, he has yeah. sponsorship. Heck, maybe. Uh, Maybe, maybe Tony could come back and run a few races. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but I would love to see. I would love to see Eric Jones get a second chance with a big team like Storhaas. I think that'd be a perfect situation. I mean, he's doing well in the forty three this year, and he's a, a former, former winner. Yeah, Jones. Jones is signed through twenty twenty two. Oh, well, like you know, so contracts can't be broken. Twenty twenty two free agency, in my opinion, is going to be nuts. After you mm-hmm. see their first outing in the next gen car, I feel like that's oh, yeah. going to shuffle some stuff. Um. I could read off the points really quick, like who's, yeah. who's yeah. good, who's not. Go ahead. Yeah, the notables for sure. By the way, guys, seven different winners in the first seven races. First time again since 2014. There, there Still continuing that. Nine playoff spots left, and we are seven out of 26 perfect. races in. Perfect. Yeah, uh, that, to, that to me, I was surprised by that. Um, I think Martinsville is definitely good for offering mm. a, a wild card. Martinsville, Richmond. I mean, Kyle Busch has got to win one of these, man. Yeah, I, yeah. I said that all last year, and it took and a also, Wednesday night in Texas. So and also Denny won. Hamlin. Denny Hamlin's got to win at some point because Jarrett was telling me the other night he's having such a fantastic season. So, yeah, I do the Winston Cup points format. And again, it's for fun. Don't take it seriously. Jesus, I don't I'd know I'd take it people... seriously. They went over race differently. Hey, the way I see it is like, man, if people want to have fun with it, have fun with it. That's, yeah. your, that's your prerogative. Don't ruin the fun for others. You know, mm-hmm. no one's hurting each other here. But anyway. I was I was commenting that his start to me is almost identical to Jeff Gordon's in 2007. Really good. Like, like uh, it, it's because Gordon didn't get a, a win until I believe Phoenix, which was about race seven or eight, uh, which lines up perfectly with one of Denny's best tracks coming up. Predictions coming next week, probably. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yep. Uh, but man, that's just. It's it surprised me. Uh, I think I still um, don't think we're going to hit 16. I think we'll get close. I mean, 2014 was the last time this happened, and I believe we hit 14. Winners. We were close. We were really close. We only had two more spots left available on points. But, Denny Hamlin's stats create six top fives in the first seven races, an average finish of and, 4.7. But here's the, here's the sad part about it, though, is because – um, you know, we're in this playoff era. So unfortunately, seasons like that usually won't get their due because usually, well, you know, the best doesn't have the championship. I want to point something out. It was brought up on Twitter. I can't remember who did it. Whoever it was, thank you for putting it out there. But I believe since 2017, since the stage points and, and playoff points have been introduced, the top four at the seven race mark every year has had one of those four drivers win the championship. And right now that is of, of the points, not of, of like wins and stuff. Um, yes, I did compare Gordon to Hamlin. Suck it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're going back to season two style here. Not season yeah. one yet. I ain't cussing. Uh, but Denny Hamlin, Joey Logano, Martin Shrex Jr. And Kyle Larson are currently the top four. 
Oh, absolutely. Mm. One of them's going to win the championship this year. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I believe it. I hope it's Larson just so I, that I can watch the world burn. My pick yeah. would, would be Larson of those four as well. Yeah, he might have had the best. It'd be Larson. Yeah, he had the best run going at Bristol, last to fifth in like forty laps, if not mm-hmm. for that wreck. So yes, overall, so, overall, a mile and a half. They seem to have the best program. So, Barna. So I want to say, right now, I mean, the people in the top sixteen. You know, you got your winners. You got the guys like Hamlin up there, Keselowski. Um, but you, but you look at the, the cut line, Kevin Harvick is 57 above right now, uh, above the cut line. Then you got Chase Elliott. He is 43 above. I, I'm doing mental math really quick right now. So if this I'm a little off live Four, in front of 300 people <laughs> after that, though, it gets really close. Like Austin Dillon is four is a uh, four, not 14. Uh, he is 18 points above 17th right now. If you look under him, Kyle Bush is only 15 points above. You Austin Dillon greater than Kyle Bush. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you look under him, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. is 12 above right now. Uh, Kurt Bush is five above. Bowman's only four, and that's that's where you hit the cut line right there. You know, look wow. at Ricky. I'm about to Let's go buy go. a Ricky Let's Stenhouse. Let's go, hoodie, Ricky. Man. Comeback it's story. Redemption. Yeah. And, mm. And and you keep looking down there, and, and you got some of the guys underneath the cut line right now. Chris Busher, of course, uh, he's only four back. Then he's you right go, there. You're 18 back to Ryan Priest, which he's right there. He doesn't even have a charter, and he's right yeah, there. He's, he's there, got he's got a win, man. That's yeah. the thing. I think he's I know, got, but he's right there. <laughs> Ryan Newman's five points behind Priest. Suarez twentieth. Bubba 21st. I'll scroll, scroll down. We talked about the SHR guys. It's Benedetto 24th. Uh, Tyler Reddick, 25th. Oh, Ross Reddick, Chastain, oh, sophomore man. slump, man. For Where's Tyler Ross Reddick? Where's yeah, Ross? Sixth. He's oh, still better than Kenseth oh. last year. <laughs> He's still above two of the SHR cars. Yeah, that's uh, pretty good. And that's, then, mm. then you got Corey LaJoy and Anthony Alfredo ra- rounding out the top 30. We right? didn't have any expectations for Alfredo. I will say, yeah. my boy Corey LaJoy has been a disappointment. And I don't think it's been him. It's mostly been car failures. But that team... I at least thought they'd run 20th occasionally. No, they're running the same as Go Fast did. That car doesn't look what, any better than Go is Fast. It, is it just me or is Anthony Alfredo like wrecking every week now? Or is it, Well, he's not he's not he's, he's not gets really, involved. He's he just not, gets involved. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's like not he wrecks but to like be in the Cup series. <laughs> like, let's be yeah. honest, he's like 20 with about four Xfinity races under his belt or you know whatever, 14, whatever he ran last year. He's it's kind of absurd that he got that Cup ride and that's why I said we didn't have any expectations oh for him. Gosh, this is funny. Um, and this is no disrespect to Josh Balicki, but Josh Balicki had in, in starting every race this year has the same amount of points as Jamie McMurray in one race. Oh, hey, little Jamie, Jamie top 10. That's yeah, he did. Yeah, that's more than almost all of SHR can say at this point. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you got you know what. The man with the uh, the least amount of points right now. This dude's gonna come back and win the championship. Derek Cope. Derek Cope. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Derek Cope's gonna win it, man. Uh, but yeah, dude, the, it's gonna get really interesting because I I don't see uh, of of the group of normal winners. I don't see Denny Hamlin going winless. Uh, he, like I said, he reminds me of a 2007, 2014. Like this season, like the way, like the start he's had, there's no way he doesn't at least get one win. Well, I want to say, and, yeah. I, and I don't want to, because I know we, we need to talk, but we're going to talk about this in a minute. We haven't even talked about the winner, but I will say Hamlin, that we, the end of this race on Sunday to me was a perfect little case study as to yep. perhaps why Hamlin has not won a championship, what, 16 years into his Cup Series mm-hmm. career? He's won, what, like 45 races, a couple runner-ups in the points, several championship four appearances, no championships. 
I don't know how this guy got teamed up with Michael Jordan, Mr. Killer Instinct, because Killer Instinct is the farthest thing that Denny Hamlin he took has. The, he took the high line in me. I'm like, what? So I thought he was going to send him to the moon. That's what should have happened. I'm kind of hot about this. Again, we're changing the subject. I'm oh, sorry. Go but for I, it, man. That's, I was that's good. watching Radioactive before I jumped in this Zoom call earlier, and, and it just it just blew my mind even more. Because in the moment when I was watching the race and they played the audio, they played Hamlin talking about, oh, I shouldn't have cut Logano those breaks. He was cutting me off. And then they played the the Chris uh, uh, Chris Gabehart on the radio. Hey, you know who that is in front of you. You better do what you got to do to win. Mm-hmm. Basically saying, wink, wink, we expect you to knock Logano out of the way. It's Bristol, baby. It, he deserves it. And Hamlin, roger that. All talk, no game whatsoever. Dude takes the high line, gives Logano just an easy oh. run to the finish. Like, you know, Denny Hamlin's really, really good, but the man, the man is all talk and absolutely no action. Like I, I think that was a perfect example of why he has never won a championship because I just I don't understand it. We all know that if roles were reversed, Joey Logano proved it in 2018 at Martinsville. Remember that? He would have. He would have sent him. Yeah. Restart with 15 to go. Truex leading, or, or sorry, Logano leading Truex in second. He gets to his to his outside, side by side for 10 laps. Clean, clean, clean. Truex finally completes the pass with one lap to go. Very next corner, Logano knocks him out of the way and drag races him to the mm-hmm. line. So we all know Joey Logano. He doesn't care how you race him. He's going to knock you out of the way for the win. Hamlin should have known that, but didn't have the stones to actually go out and do it. Was he afraid he was going to get booed? Was he afraid that the Bristol car was going to boo him for bumping Joey Logano out of the way? Hell no. The Kyle Busch fan on the flag stand wouldn't have booed him. Is he afraid of confrontation? Because I can tell you, Joey Logano is probably the least intimidating person in the Cup Series garage. So I don't understand what's going on in Hamlin's head. I don't understand it. The, the whole time, what Jared just said, I was just thinking, is this where we're going to see the culmination of Shark Track racing? Like, well, it was such a letdown. Eric, it's perfect what you said. Okay, you, you asked the question. Would Logano do it? Just yes. yes or no? Yes. Okay. Yes. Would Kyle, yes. Would, would Kyle Busch do it? Yes. Probably. Yeah. Okay. Would Kevin Harvick do it? Yes. Probably. I would even ask, and I think he would. Would Jimmy Johnson do it if the, if it was that position? That's what he had to do. Yeah, it's like, Robo twenty eighteen for last three years. Jimmy Jeff Johnson, Gordon. Jimmy Johnson would have wrecked himself doing it these last three years. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Gordon. Yeah. 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 Jeff Gordon's done it before. I'll go this far, man. Would Dale Jr. do it? I think he would. Oh, he if, would. Yeah. He would do it. Okay, let's see. Let's let's just keep let's hey, keep asking questions it. here. My guy Matt Kenseth probably would wouldn't do have it. done it, and that's why oh, he, he only won one championship. I don't know. Well, Joey Logano. Joey Logano. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Joey Logano. <laughs> if you just put any other random, no, you're right. Yeah. Joey Logano. He'd do it with his middle finger out right. the window. <laughs> Matt, you would have definitely done it. <laughs> we know for a fact from last year's spring race at Bristol that Chase Elliott would do it because he did do it too. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. exactly. So why didn't Hamlin do it? Because exactly. he's a fraud. He's a fraud. No, I won't go that far. <laughs> no, I won't no. go that far, but it's true. I mean, it, Eric, what you're saying is true. If you look at drivers throughout NASCAR's history who have competed for championships on a regular basis and never won them. I mean, the, the, the first one you got to look at is Mark Martin. Wouldn't Mark Martin do that? You know, he's a polite dude. No, I don't think he, so. would. I know. He, would. he would. He would never do it. He would never he never might do it to Legato. Legato. No, no, no. Do you remember what he said about Legato? He said that it was one person he would never do it to, and he was surprised yeah. when he did do it to him, but he, he was, he, I don't think he would do it to him. Yeah, I don't think he, he betrayed would. him. See, even Logano betrayed him in his mentor base. Nice guys I, finished last. It's true yeah. even in NASCAR. And in my opinion, what this also proves, and, and, and in some ways I'm kind of a little sad about this, but it, it is true with the, with changing drivers. Hamlin is starting to kind of get left behind in that regard. And this happened with Jeff Gordon. It happened with Dale Jr. happened with Jimmy Johnson, where 
the driving style of the past just does not work with modern NASCAR. You can't play nice and expect to have it later because I guarantee you this September at Bristol, if Denny Hamlin is in the lead and Joey Logano comes up to him, he would send that man into the catch fence for a win. Yep. Yeah, the and whole, he wouldn't, he wouldn't think anything of it. He'd just say a short track racing. The whole era of like racing etiquette and like, Hey, we're racing for points here. It's like gone. chill out. And like, yeah, that those days are long gone with the addition of this like playoff format since 2014. Like, so like, wait, and that's what NASCAR you, wants. They want stuff like this. And so, stage but, racing too. Yeah. And stage racing. When yeah. it's win and you're in, that's the way you, you're supposed to. Yeah. That, so. I mean, I'll be honest though. I mean, the older fan in me does miss those days where it's like, Hey, you know, just the pure racing, you know, have a good points day. You don't have See to go the bigger for it picture. All yeah, yeah, exactly. But like now, this you know the whole point system like you you can't do that anymore you have to like he's, do this and, thing so and, and also, he's 159 points up there is no reason to be points racing at this point he is literally almost three races ahead of the cut line yeah. even if the cut line changes with five different drivers underneath winning he is still two and a half <laughs> races worth of points if he didn't start ahead he wouldn't like he could miss three races and he'd still be in the playoffs there's no reason to points race at all <laughs> Do you know how many points he would have to give up per race? And granted, it's not you know going to be too big, but at this point in the season, he would have to give up about eight to nine points to Chris Busher per race. Doing a <laughs> lot of mental math today, Jerry. Yeah, yeah dude, good hard. job, good job, buddy. Well, let me check really quick. One fifty nine <laughs> divided by nineteen. Carry the one. You always got to carry the one. One fifty nine divided by nineteen. Hey, how about that? Almost right. eight and a half. Yeah, okay, right. so yeah, he'd have to give up eight to nine points to Chris Busher of all hey, people. Hey, 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 that man won a stage. <laughs> he won a stage. This yeah, year. well, every race isn't at Homestead. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. No races are at Homestead. We thought, we thought Ross Racing was back for a day. Yeah, I remember that. There's no <laughs> reason for him to do this to Joey Legato. Are you kidding me? This man would get a damn medal from half the garage if he did this to Joey like, Legato. Yeah. I get you. Go ahead. You cannot use the excuse either that, oh, I want to take care of my car. These teams were never going to need that car again. Ne- there's never yeah. going to be a reason. Even next year when we go back to Dirt Bristol, there's a new car. They were never going to need that car well, again. Well, maybe. Maybe. I heard some stuff in the media center. There's, I guess there might be there's, mulling over. They use, might use the Gen 6 for Bristol Dirt next year. That's a possibility. Okay. Still, but, but, but still, you got a year to repair it. You're right, Danny. You're right. <laughs> but no, I, I just – what made him think the high line was going to work? I understand. There was, I know there was like, there was like no like proof outside of like a few restarts that like the high line would work on. But he went to the high, high. I know. Like the, like the Larson line. I was like, I was like, why is the hot dog stand up there? (laughs) He was getting wet teddy bears. (laughs) Bless you. Um, No, man. But it's like, Oh, it just infuriates me because it's like, you can see, I mean, like everyone knew that was what you had to do to win. Like everyone knew that. Like the the next the next closest guy to challenge Logano was Stenhouse starting and restarting in fourth. He lost a spot by going high. He let Stenhouse finish second. And yeah, Stenhouse did finish second. Yeah. But What's oh he doing? my god. Hey, oh, well. I oh, do well. gotta say this. I don't mind where Logano and Hamlin finished because I put bets that they would get a top three. I won forty five bucks thanks to those guys, so I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! And, and this is, listen, I don't want to turn this into a like we're not. At least I don't think we are doing it just to hate Hamlin. It, like it's. Oh, hey, I'm, that, I'm glad Hamlin didn't win. I wasn't rooting for Hamlin to win, but I'm just. <laughs> hey, it would it'd be beneficial for me if Hamlin won. I just wanted to, reasons. I'm just. Shocked. I just. I'm just I, trying to get in, inside his mind because that narrative of Hamlin not living up in the big moments has always been true. But I'm always like, it keeps why? coming up. It like keeps why? And now up. this was an example of oh, maybe that's why. <laughs> like maybe mm-hmm. it really is 
something. I'm going to take the Larson line with two to go at Bristol. He thinks a little bit different in the big moments and is worried to do like, so I'm not dissing on Hamlin. I'm just objectively trying to be like, Oh, this is why Hamlin hasn't won a championship. I think he played himself mentally. I think that's what happened. He definitely like, he definitely did some (laughs) mental gymnastics on that restart yourself. Yeah. It feels so bad for Denny delivers in the chat (laughs) this whole time. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, sorry, but it's the we truth. All, we all go through it. Remember, remember yeah. when we had ACS on and it turned into like, oh, yeah, he was, was like, he was, he was, he was mad. He was mad. That I don't day. blame him either. I don't blame, I'm just saying, I don't blame people for being mad about that. But mm-hmm. if I'm, if I'm sitting at home and that's Dale Jr. in that position and Jr. decides to play nice, I'm mad at Dale Jr. Because like, that is not doing? Greg Ives' fault or Steve yeah. Letarte's fault. That ain't his crew's fault. He wasn't like Hamlin was in position to win and he didn't close it out. I mean, that's just, that's how it, and the thing is when he, when he went into the presser after the race, he's sitting there like, I'm not that type of driver. I'm not that type of driver. I'm, I, I decided to, to, to take a higher road than that. You took a higher road to straight literally. to the, what, what, behind, yeah. behind him. Why does it almost feel like it was just an excuse because he messed up? You messed up, yeah. I think he, messed hey, up. he probably he, messed up, and he's like, not. Nah, he tweeted it like midnight or whatever. Can we like? Can we run it back? Basically, like I wish I had a second. No, time. no, too no, too late. You have no shots. You yeah. idiot. You ain't coming close. <laughs> <laughs> You moron. <laughs> Full. It's, it's, can we can we run it like, back? It's like at Joe Logano, meet me on iRacing now. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. You should have. You, you, you had curve. your chance. You had your chance, and you blew it. You blew it. You blew it. <laughs> well, Joey Logano did win. We haven't really talked about that. Congrats yeah. to Joey. Seventh different his, winner in seven races. Did you guys uh, see his video he made? The, oh, yeah, oh, with yeah, the sword. sword. He's a that lefty. Funny. I knew I didn't like him for a reason. He's got to leave swinging that thing around. Just <laughs> cursed. I have uh, never seen Logano win in person. So that was the – well, take that back. One time. You lucky, lucky uh, son of a gun. A nationwide race back when he was still in a 20 car. But that's been forever ago. I forgot about that one. Uh, but yeah, that was the first time I've seen him win since that. So uh, that's uh, something I've never seen before. And it's the first ever Joey Logano 124 scale diecast I've ever pre-ordered just because I was going to get both the cars that was uh, did, made from did, did you see what they're selling on uh, online? They're selling like Chase Elliott's 10th it, place dirt car. <laughs> and it's going to outsell Logano. <laughs> That's the funniest no damn thing I've ever they heard. Have, dude, they have no shame. They're like, hey, we're I just going to milk it. We're going to milk it. It's, but it, it's, it's not even like they're not even selling it from Lionel. It's only available for the Chase Elliott store. Uh, I guess they <laughs> really wanted to show off his diecast, I guess. Bless you. Bless, bless you. you. They'll just throw some damn dirt on it and yeah. call it a day. <laughs> um, By the way, if you hear these guys say bless you, I keep muting my own microphone when I sneeze, so you guys are not hearing that. So. I think you're a little slow on the mute because I've heard. Oh, maybe, oh, oh no, the, no, the stream. No. The stream. Oh. They, the okay. Chat is, like the chat does not hear you guys. Oh. Do, so really quick, uh. r- really quick. We just hit. We just hit 400 people watching. Only 107 likes. Make sure to lick the like button, everybody. But, uh, yeah. I mean, Legon did what he had to do, uh, mm-hmm. and that's that's why he's a champ. He's a champion. Yep, and um, that's why Hamlin is not a champion. No, <laughs> no, no. Denny I don't, don't want to laugh. Poor guy. Poor Hamlin fans. Poor Denny delivers. Jarrett, <laughs> we're Dale Junior fans. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. He, he, didn't do, he didn't do Good it. Point. I know nobody. Yeah, <laughs> um, but I guess one thing we can talk about uh, is this is your very early 2022 Bristol Dirt preview. No, kidding. Um, <laughs> they're, they're coming back next year. Yep. Yeah. Danny, what was that like in person? Because I know at home, I, I thought it was faked. I really thought it was faked. Uh, no, I, I did not. 
I was really surprised because the whole weekend I kept saying I will be surprised if this comes back because mm -hmm. it was it was just awful with the rain, um, the mud issue, the you know just everything seemed like it was going wrong. So I was surprised when they made that announcement during the race. I thought if they were going to announce that like maybe the following week or something like that, not during the race. That was that was brilliant in my opinion because yeah, that's good marketing. Yeah, I can tell you, I immediately jumped on my phone and ordered like a, a tickets. I was right away, and and I was stuck in a line of like a good five hundred people. It's like yeah. we have a backlog. You are number guest number five hundred. Blah 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 blah. And I'm like, what? Man. Like, man, wow. um, man, they that's smart as hell. I guess from and we'll talk about what Marcus Smith talked about later but i guess he said something like 25 or 30 percent of people already renewed their tickets for next year we, that's pretty I, good we will probably, i gotta see this in person we will probably go back yeah i gotta go oh yeah, yeah i gotta go next time yeah, yeah I I'd, I'd go next year second year's second year's the charm but i will say you know there were people who quit their jobs because they were not gonna miss that race like i don't were, blame them like, i don't blame them they were not gonna miss it and i luckily i worked ahead on sunday since there was nothing to do and got my work done for monday so i was able to take off on monday and stay for that that was like the most packed race on a monday since i want to say 2014 was, texas most, spring time maybe okay. so i want to talk about this as far as like what the crowd felt like and everything mm -hmm. um this was the most this I, I kept saying it's about almost every race i've been to but i really mean it about this one this was the most normal race weekend I have been to since the pandemic began. And mm. I wore my mask, but I got to say it, probably 75% of people were not wearing masks around the facility. Yeah, yeah that's, pr that's pretty normal for NASCAR. Um, yeah. I could say from TV. Rural Tennessee. <laughs> they, they claimed that, like they sold 36,000 tickets on the weekend. Uh, and I'm like, it was like, bull. Well, here's what's happened. Uh, they said if you had a truck ticket or a cup ticket, you could come in to see both. Oh, so, yeah, that's right. People who just had a truck ticket or just had a cup ticket, you took that thirty percent capacity and you just made it like fifty percent. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> I just saw in the chat dirt Sonoma. Uh, <laughs> dirt Sonoma. <laughs> that's that's just, Sonoma just, in the just, summer. Just go off the track and you're there. Yeah. Uh, no, man, but that. That looked, I mean, that looked more full than any spring race I've seen it, since. Put it like 20, this, COVID or no COVID, 12? COVID or no COVID, that was the biggest crowd I've ever seen for a truck race at Bristol. Yeah, it's been a minute. <laughs> like, like, I like, I remember back in the early 2000s when the truck series at Bristol would like, it would look like sell that. that, that was it was like, packed. It was that, packed that was back like, in those days. Uh, that was like an Xfinity series crowd for the truck series. Yeah, it, it was, was awesome. Packed, it was packed for uh, practice. Now, yeah. as now, as far as the history, uh, as far as the future of Spring Bristol, I mean, if they're going to do this again, they honestly have to move it to like May or something. Because, I mean, the stat line I, I tweeted out over, uh, over the weekend was true. I mean, five out of the last eight spring dates now at Bristol have been affected by rain. At least try to do a different mm. date. That's my thing. Because yeah. it's like, I mean, technically based on trends, May has a little more rain than March. Uh, I, I will give people that to people who are who are ripping on on switching well, the dates. The, the deal is, is they they, ha they have rain, but March usually presents the better risk of like torrential long yes. downpours mm. that flood everything. Where May and June is just like a quick heat storm, more or less. Okay. We had one of those in 2019 when we went to Bristol overnight. I think at one yeah, point. We did. Um, mm -hmm. 
if you want, though, I could uh, I could read those ratings off because it was oh, actually yeah. not bad. The ratings, dude, the ratings were so good. Were so uh, good. Yeah, you, you, you jumped on early. The, the poll's coming <laughs> up in a bit. <laughs> He's like, the ratings! I love the ratings. <laughs> well, we got a 1.8 rating for the Cup Series race, which was 3.114 million viewers. And based on all people who are more experts on, on TV ratings and who work around it have basically said that's that's really good. That's like, actually... For, so. In, Sorry, go ahead. Oh, in the last seven years, that's the second best Monday rating outside of Daytona 500s behind only the noose race last year at Talladega that had all the media play overnight Mm -hmm. before that one. Mm -hmm. I was was Mm going to say, uh, you know, but for it being a time period where a lot of people are, yeah, still working, I'll take that. That's a good rating. Yeah, that's awesome. It did help. They kept it on Fox as opposed to many Monday races yes. end up going to and, FS1. Or and thank, thank the Lord this this truck race was not on FS2. What a tragedy it would have been to have this amazing race on on freaking FS2. Oh. You have you're the only one here that has FS two, Darren. And, it, and it's and it's and it's it's poor quality too, by the way. It's poor quality. Oh, you do, Jared. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Jared has it too. I, can, I, I haven't watched FS two since 2015. If you're like me and use the Fox Sports app, you can just get everything on Fox. So like the only oh, thing, the only things that are shown on FS two are usually like just FS one shows, a lot of Red Bull content. Is FS two not in HD? No, it's not for me. It's it's horrible no. quality. No, it's it's terrible. In no, 2021, I, mean, I know. I no know, wonder TV's dying. Good lord! I, I just I want to a- uh, ask this straight up: If NASCAR is taken out of the equation, do you like actually like sit there like I want to watch something on TV anymore? NASCAR taken out of the equation. Um, if it's just normal I'm, other I'm, sports, I'm, I'm watching YouTube or Disney Plus or Netflix. That's it. So I'm usually on YouTube and Netflix most of the time. But yeah, whenever I'm I I am on TV, it's like you know just to watch South Park, American Dad, or like sometimes I'll turn on ESPN FS1 for sports stuff on there just to pass the time. But yeah, nothing to like you know no, um, nothing to the extent of yeah I really want to watch something on TV. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, only <laughs> sports for me. For, for me, yeah, only it sports. Be the Walking Dead. I'd be like, man, I gotta watch The Walking Dead every week. But like the last five years watching that has Suck. been like trying to gouge your eyes out. Um, that's I, do they still make new episodes? It, dude, it's awful. I watch out of habit, and at this <laughs> point, I, I actually, I'm actually getting to the point now where I'm gonna just get myself a six pack and just drink every time I roll my eyes. <laughs> I'll be, any, I'll be wasted. Is there even any of the original characters left? Carol, Carol. <laughs> that's it. Carol and Daryl, Carol, Daryl, Daryl, Errol, Meryl. I mean, if you want to think in technicalities, Judith was there from pretty close to the beginning. Yeah, um, yeah. We saw, yeah, I mean, we saw her, her introduction in the show with Shane and Lori. Um, yeah. But <laughs> um, no, it's awful. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't uh, want... All right, we are not the zombie weekly podcast. Yeah, this isn't, this isn't the <laughs> Walking Shane Dead podcast. <laughs> it, it. <laughs> Walking Basically, dead. the point the Walking is, Dead died when Dale died. <laughs> <laughs> the whole point is, is that TV sucks. Wait, the <laughs> internet is where it's at. Wait, there was actually a, a character named Dale T, wasn't there? Yeah, no, I <laughs> he died in the second season. <laughs> it goes perfectly with the whole NASCAR thing. It, it actually died never when died. Dale died. It's like, uh, no, it didn't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <But> <laughs> anyway, all right. anyway. Really quick, I guess I can run down the the pick points before we go to. Uh, yes, 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 yes. We're not making any picks today, right? Because I didn't make no. Any, no, I didn't do but, any research. But I, I want to say this as a, like a little preview for that one. Someone 
I don't know if I'm going to go with him or not, but someone just keep an eye out that I think is going to do well. We were talking about Trackhouse versus 2311. I wouldn't mm -hmm. be surprised if Bubba has a really good performance mm -hmm. at there because, you know, obviously he's won there before in a truck series and with a good truck. Um, mm -hmm. He honestly did really good in the Black Lives Matter car there last year. And Joe Gibbs Racing, that whole sector of Toyota, has done really well there the last few years. I wouldn't be surprised, especially having Denny Hamlin to provide notes too. I wouldn't be surprised if he has a good weekend there. So. Yeah, I mean, well, he really doesn't have a choice at this point. I mean, Trackhouse just scored their first ever top five in their seventh race. We're about, um, you know, how are are they uh, gonna react to this? You know, so Bubba, ha ha he he has no choice but to run good this weekend or next weekend. Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, so running through the points here, <laughs> Chat, you and I are still tied for the lead. Uh, I don't Who's know P3? how because our picks were awful. Who's P3? Yeah, Who's Danny P3? now is. Oh, oh, take it. No, I'm not. Man, I, I, it. I, I rose up a lot. How many am I back now? Three. Oh, well, how <laughs> Danny's, much am I back? Three for, fourth, Three for Dale, baby. You're fourth mm. minus nine. And then Eric nine. and the guests are tied minus 15. Guess Get a net loss. Get oh, a man. net loss, man. Who, who, uh, two of us picked Larson. I know me and I think you, Jarrett, picked Bell. So we I, know, I picked Larson. I picked Bell. Me and Jerry picked Larson. So Bell went out. They had to run out of talent. Yeah, with, take, took Larson out. Me going with Reddick made a big deal for me. That was perfect. It was yep. perfect. Yeah, it was a perfect so, deal there. This thing's been blown back wide open. Everyone is close again. So next week, Everyone's you'll be able to find out where the picks go because let's be real, I don't need this for the rest of the night. Um, hey, they're celebrating in the chat too. They're really happy. Yeah, I see oh, some there's... people. There. Yeah, they're really happy. Have you, haven't you seen Tortoise in the Hair celebrating too early? Getting... Dude, yeah, I know. I'm, I had I mean, people. If, if they keep messing up, they're going to get Kevin LePage a lot of weeks. So. Mm, that's right. <laughs> I already yeah. saw someone say Kevin LePage in the chat. I think we should start penciling yeah, that just, in. Yeah, yeah, just pencil it in just in case. Yeah. <laughs> the, but no, uh, good job. They're tied for the lead despite actually picking Kevin. I know. That's so sad. <laughs> That's rough. <laughs> no, it's not. I don't think it's sad on their part. I mean, it's, it's sad funny. on our yeah. part. Yeah, it's sad on our part. I guess it's sad. They, sh they should be in the lead right now, but their hubris got the best of them. But I mean, the way the point system, I mean, I mean, the way Jarrett set up the point system, though, is that you can have some mulligan some weeks, you know, not consistently. Well, but if you pick the same person and tie, you're going to have the same amount of points as them. Yeah. And then so it. it if, if, if all of us pick the same person or most of us pick the same person, it's actually not that bad of a week if they do bad. Mm. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so that's that. And then I think we got one other thing. Darren, what, what do we have left for? for oh, the poll, the famous iceberg poll. What was the net positivity on that? I'm assuming it was really high. Uh, man, YouTube updated their thing again. Stupid. Oh yeah, I saw YouTube was like adding something else. It was dumb. YouTube's gonna get rid of the dislike button for some, or not get oh. rid of it, but, but make it private so you can't see how many dislikes a video has. That's oh, what come on. gonna try. Man but up, if, man if, up, y'all. If, if you're gonna do that, just get rid of the button in general. Yo, they're just still, they're still mad at us for YouTube Rewind 2019. Oh, you know what, guys? Just man up and 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 just like leave the dislike button. All right. I don't know. I don't know who requested I, that. I don't I, really care. I, I did share that with some of my coworkers because obviously I. What, we all work in YouTube, my, my co-workers and I now, so uh, they were mm. kind of okay with that one, but I think it's because of the content that we produce, so something so we don't want to see. So. You make amazing content like the four of us, you don't have to worry about people mass disliking, so you know. <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was weird, I was watching um, I was watching Emp's old video about this, and the, the man called it. I like, I like Emp. 
we follow, we, we follow we each other. Amp. So, love oh yeah, we love them. Get I hope he's watching. <laughs> <laughs> we just might. No kidding. Um, <laughs> that would be really weird uh, compared to what the day is. What the, what's the, the poll? Is. What is the poll? <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm just gonna keep pushing it off. Um, yeah. So. 50% of you thought this was a great race. You agreed with me. Ooh, 31% yep. of you thought it was a good race. Fair enough. Uh, 10% of you said it was average, and then four apiece said below average and bad, which means there is a net positivity of 81%, net negativity of 8%. What, where, uh, where does that wow. rank in terms of net positivity? I got the rankings here. So this is the fourth most voted on poll ever at 12.6 thousand viewers. We were 800 off with 24 less hours of voting. So good job, y'all. Um, as for where this one ranks net positivity all time, it is tied for 25th all time with last year's Talladega fall race and the 2020 midweek Charlotte race and the spring Las Vegas race last year. Uh, that's out of 76, by the way. So it's in the top third, uh, give or take. So it was a good race. Top yeah, that, percentile. Our viewers are usually positive in the votes. Yeah. Not, yeah. not so much in the comments, but... <laughs> no. I'm, I'm, the, look, uh, I'm looking forward to hearing that last comment today. So am yeah. so I, because I didn't look ahead this time. Oh, um, that's, that's going to be good. The, the net negativity of 8%, just to put it in perspective, uh, it's about the same as the 2019 Bristol Spring Race or this year's Daytona Road Course Race. Uh, and if you wanted to compare it to other Bristol races ever... Uh, that we've had in the poll, it fits right in the middle at number four out of six. Uh, the summer race in uh, 2020, or the spring race, I should say, is higher as are the last two night races. Uh, lower than it are the 2019 spring race and the all-star race. So there's yeah, that. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, let's uh, let's look at some comments here. Uh, Zygag, I think is his name, had the top Bang. comment. Uh, with 66 likes uh, says my only issue was the fact that the groove never really widened out. But other than that, the racing was fun to watch and Suarez did really good in this race. Uh, you didn't like the groove being really, really shallow down low today or with that race. You, you would not want to watch old Bristol. Mm. <laughs> um, you would hate it. By the way, we never really talked about this, but something I noticed from the stands Earlier on, I saw the cars going sideways, but after that group really got ran in there, it looked like a normal Bristol race. They were just they weren't even mm-hmm. like sliding at, at that point. Yeah, I mean, just like the yeah. way they would they would slide entering the corner and then coming off the corner at Bristol. It was a combination of yeah, old school Bristol and obviously the dirt Bristol too. I was like, wow, this is so oh, yeah. satisfying to watch. Uh, Blue Cup says Hamlin chokes everyone. Wow, what a surprise! What a surprise! <laughs> I, I, I chose to put that inflection in there. <laughs> um, Dill Pickles put, I really wanted Ricky to win, but this is still a great race. Well, that's cool. Let's see if we can find someone negative before we get to the bottom. Because we'll be Oh, yeah, this is going to be really hard this week to find any negative comments, I would assume. But I won't put it past the iceberg. Oh, I, 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 I yeah. would be no. shocked. Uh, let's see. Have you got any dirt is for farming comments? Yeah. Or no, no, no. Any of the Richard Petty dirt is high school type comments or something like <laughs> this that. This one from a dude named Blake says, this is not the old Bristol. Bristol always had concrete. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we found a time traveler. Wow, what a genius. What a genius. Ooh. A genius guy. <laughs> oh, a man. Genius, yo. it was, dude, it was, y'all know Bristol had concrete before dirt? It was asphalt <laughs> once. 
Yeah. <laughs> Let's see what else we got Pure here. genius over here. Um, I'm trying to see. I'm trying to find the negative ones. There's yeah, I'm, I'm trying to find a there's, negative one. There's too many positive ones now, guys. It's too positive of a I, race. Watch the negative one is going to be someone being like, I hate that NASCAR couldn't control the, the rain. What, do you think they have <laughs> access to harp? Um, or whatever it is. Uh, oh, here we go. Here we go. Tim Horton's Cup Series says, in my opinion, it was pretty disappointing. It was really hard to pass, especially for the lead. There were, what, five lead changers? Yeah, there were, yeah. but lead changes don't make a race. There's too many cautions to really, uh, and, and no yeah. shakeups on pit road to really allow. Yeah, uh, remember, like, they, they couldn't do, they couldn't do uh, the long green flag runs as I hoped, but I understand why they couldn't do that, though. KM put below average. The last stage really saved this race, however. Oh, so that's mm-hmm. kind of positive. Yeah. There, was, there was more passing, <laughs> less dust, better racing. Should be better next year. NASCAR will have more to go off of rather than just guesswork like this year. Oh, yeah, Danny, I meant to ask, how bad was the dust? Was it, like, really bad or uh, it, was, it was all right? Yeah, no, at one point I couldn't really see it. I could, I could tell there were cars. I couldn't tell who was who, though. Oh, damn. I, especially in turns one and two, I just really couldn't see anything over there because, like, it mm-hmm. seemed like all the dust was kind of floating off in one direction. Like, it was all going one direction. <laughs> but, like, over in turns three and four, I could see a little bit better. But, mm-hmm. uh, for the most part, I just couldn't tell who was who. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ian Mike forty eight ninety nine said this was a dumpster fire farce of a race, and <laughs> far, I absolutely uh, loved it. A farce? <laughs> wow. it, I, I wouldn't say it was a farce. But... No. A, 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 what? A, what are you a, British now? A farce? A farce? Yeah, like that's you, the only way I can like some, say that. You gonna be watching some NASCAR? Dude, no, because they say this like they say that in like in um in uh, freaking um um F one broadcast. Yeah, they say that all the time. Like. Oh, this race is such a fuss or something like that. If Bro. it's like really, really bad or something. You know, it's uh, not NASCAR? <laughs> NASCAR, yeah. This is NASCAR we're talking about. This is NASCAR, yeah. All no, right. this race wasn't a fuss. It wasn't a fuss. We, <laughs> we got we got the last comment here. All right, what's the name? Jesus Christ, it's a long one. Uh MB Rauner. Uh, negative. I, 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 negative. I, I, I see him often in my chat. I'm going to say it's positive, actually. I'll say negative. Uh, it's, I time. go negative each week. It never lets me yeah, down. Negative. All right. Let me read this book here. Uh, the, dirt bris- the Dirt Bristol went as well as I would expect it to go. The wrecks were kind of sloppy, especially when it came to the drivers trying to avoid the spinners. But at the same time, we did have some excellent racing. I think the race had a fair balance of wrecks and racing. I have to hope that we'll see Dirt Bristol race return next year. It will. Uh, and hopefully with the Gen 7 cars out in 2022, the racing will be even better and hopefully improved now that the drivers have experienced what it's like to race these cars in the dirt. And first paragraph. Um, there's only two. I'm getting a there's drink. Only two. There's only Aww. two. Oh man, it's it sounds logical. What what happened, man? <laughs> we don't want we don't want you guys to sound logical. We want where's I, the entertainment? I, 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 I've seen them before. They're they're usually pretty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hold no, on. that's good. There's, that's more. Good. There's, oh, more. there's more. There's more. There's more. There's more. Uh, I also believe that this race should be taken with a grain of salt 
since the real test for the future of Dirt Bristol will come when the Gen 7 card comes out. Fingers crossed, this race will be back. Well, it will. 9 out of 10 race. P.S. This comment better be positive if this is the last comment. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I, I, actually, I had to say, I'm going to say it's more of a true neutral. That, way, that, that really didn't go positive. Yeah, that, that, was, that, was, that was probably the most logical comment, um, last comment we have ever read thus far. That so. was just a true neutral, honestly. Yeah, that was That's cool. Of stuff, yeah, and then Caleb and though commented, uh, in response, in the response comments, hold on, are my eyes deceiving me? Is my vision up to par? What am I seeing? Am I seeing? Am I seeing a positive last comment? Am I high? What is this sorcery? <laughs> wow, I'm, I had to add that in. That was that was fun. Um, but yeah, yeah, hope you got I, a good grade on that paper, MB Rounder. I'm gonna lead, I'm, a, I'm gonna lean positive there i think that was yeah positive. that's positive yeah it's a little more positive yeah, yeah. so, so that's pretty I, cool I win. <laughs> first positive one of the year nice love that so thank you all for voting in the poll uh we, well, we're not gonna have a poll for easter have a good easter with that yeah let's have a good uh, easter was easter good <laughs> was your easter good how was this easter great good average below average <laughs> I did that for Christmas last uh, in 2019. I'm like, how was your Christmas? Great, good, average, below average, bad. I, 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 oh, no. Actually, you know what? Just for the heck of it, just, just do it. Just do it. Was this mm. a good <laughs> I guarantee Easter will become the most negatively voted race. <laughs> no, because I was rooting for Gonzaga and they lost or something. Yeah. I hope they don't. For, for The Easter Bunny yeah. only gave me two chocolates this year. The bunny <laughs> broke my window. <laughs> the bunny gave me coal. <laughs> he mixed up holidays damn it <laughs> the bunny raided my pantry and ate my cookies you, you don't want to miss the pantry raid this is too many easter jokes too many easter too much jokes. going on here dude i don't even, I don't even really celebrate face. easter like that daddy's face daddy your face was great that was perfect you just you had this I, look I, of disappointment. I, I, I instantly got the reference <laughs> You had this I like remember a disappointment in me that I like, will never be able to emulate. <laughs> the only the only other times I've ever really celebrated Easter like that was like back in high school. I would like go to church with my family sometimes on Easter, but like I haven't been back since. So Easter, like yeah, yeah, have a happy Easter. Phil, <laughs> Philip Richards in the chat is picking Teresa Earnhardt to win Easter. <laughs> no. <laughs> what? Oh. I think you should move us on to the next segment. Okay. Yeah, just so, move on. This is actually perfect. Let's move on to the mailbag question, as it is mostly a question for me. The mailbag question. Nice. This comes in from Ben. Uh, sorry, my butcher that. Brendan Stawecki, and he says, "I know this is not about racing, but Daddy, what is your favorite lake you have fished on? P.S. Spin the UFO and love all of you guys' videos. Keep up the great work. First of all, thank you for sending that in." Brandon, you guys can send your questions to the mailbag. And Jarrett, what is the email address for that? All lowercase letters, weekly podcast guest at gmail.com. This does not mean you'll be a guest, just that your question will be featured on the show. So to answer that question, what is the favorite, what is my favorite lake that I have fished on? It's probably going to have to be Lake Chickamauga because I feel like that's always a lake when I go there. Uh, even though I don't fish it often, I always seem to have good results there. It's a fun fishery to fish in. There's lots of places to go to. Um, probably second is going to be the lake that I grew up fishing, Norris Lake. And then a third is going to be Cherokee Lake, another lake that I grew up fishing. But there's still a ton of lakes in Tennessee I've not fished in. A lot of lakes in the country I'd still like to maybe fish at one day. But 
Yeah, right now it's got to be like Chickamauga as a, as a leading candidate for one of my favorite places to go to because I just seem to at least always catch at least a, a few big fish when I go there. I once threw my brother in a lake. <laughs> <laughs> I once was on a canoe on a lake. And, and, and I'm going to take Darian on my boat and hopefully everything goes okay. <laughs> no, nah, I'm going to throw myself off the lake. Yeah, I'm going to throw myself off the lake when you go tubing. That's going to be Now we know who to blame. I'm going to willingly jump off the boat <laughs> into the lake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that, that's a good question. And uh, yeah, so there you go. It's Thank you guys. Oh. Appreciate it. Oh, 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 smoke, smoke, okay. smoke, I know smoke. That, I know that we read these at the top of the hour, but big, big, big love to my man Smoke Carbon here. I met him for the first time this weekend at Bristol, and uh, not only did he give me an awesome new Alex Bowman shirt, he just donated $100. Smoke Carbon, I really appreciate that, my dude. He said, see y'all in Nashville. I'll definitely try to see you again yeah. there, and I uh, hope you enjoyed Bristol there, Smoke. Yeah, hopefully, yeah, yeah. That's gonna hopefully, be fun. we see you in Nashville. It's gonna be fun, man. That's awesome. Thank you, Smoke. Yeah, he's done big, giant super chats like that before too. So yeah. it's been a minute. He's he's always been one of our more loyal fans, so we all, we always appreciate mm-hmm. seeing you in the chat there. Yeah, man. he I runs all the to... races and stuff. On he he's pretty cool. I can't wait to go back and and rewatch my reaction to that because I think my eyes just like bugged out of my head. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't seen a hundred dollar super chat on the podcast since what season one when that no, happened. No, it happened. Or, it happened I, last I, year. Think did it? I think we've had it on Eric's channel once this year. Yeah, probably. Yeah, but uh, dang, I think Danny, I think it's just gonna stick with you for a minute here because uh, what based on what I'm reading on the itinerary. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right, so this brings us into a portion of our show. We want to thank our sponsors for this episode. Our first sponsor of the evening is our friends over at Lionel Racing. You can pre-order your 2021 diecast of your favorite drivers from LionelRacing.com. Today, I am featuring one of my favorites from Lionel, the 2014 Dale Jr. Daytona 500 Ooh. race version. I have that one at home. What do you have to show tonight? I just have this regular old Dale Jr. 2004 scheme still in the box. I've had this. Um, I've had this diecast since uh, the first grade. Um, get a nice cold case of dale jr instead of budweiser of course the annual tradition just say that's the ea sports version yes the ea sports version yeah basically so the e10 and up version well this diecast (laughs) actually got sent to me uh in my po box it's an irock matt kenseth car from 2006 if i recall that was the final year of irock and it's completely blown out in my light right here uh, because it's it's a nice bright. white and yellow. Right, man. But there it is. Um, very cool. I've never had an IROC car until then, so I figured I'd show that off on stream. Well, I'm sticking with going with our old favorite drivers. I have, in in light of the Snyder Cut coming out, the Man of Steel scheme. Soldier of Steel, as it was known. I got to see this thing race live. Um, I really liked it in person. Like it actually looks better on the camera than it does. It's nice. It's very uh, sleek. Very the thing sleek. Is, it's it's matte coated. It's not mm. it's not gloss uh like the other die casts are. Um this scheme led up front at Michigan. It was I, I'll tell you what, I've never heard a more clean, uh crisp sound of an engine like in person. I mean, like the whole whole pack went by I've told the story before, but the whole pack went by and it's like like that you know like really low grumbling kind of uh sound and then this one went by and it's like mm, like just smooth perfect 
until it dropped a cylinder and then, <laughs> and then you heard it and then it was like it was like or something no i'm like I'm, I'm glad because i think i was like 15 when i went to that one and i'm so glad the cars were loud because i cussed so loud i'm pretty sure my parents would have hit me if they heard me um <laughs> i got to see him win the week before but you know what i was yeah. greedy um but yeah this is a really nice car and I mean, even luck. the underside is like gold oh yeah they always did that type of deal back so, in those days as long as we're talking about detailed diecast and stuff. I just want to say this is not a NASCAR diecast, but it was made by Action, same people who made the uh, NASCAR diecast back then. It's part of the Castaway Boats lineup. Uh, <laughs> you guys know who Hank Parker Jr. was. This is a diecast yes. boat of Hank Parker Sr.'s Ranger Comanche from 2002. And the detail in this thing is like something I've never seen before. There is Actually, like these are actually like wires that are here. The motor does like moving around like that. It has these little pedestal seats that move around. Boxes on the boat actually open up, and there's actually like little fishing rods in there. Uh, the cool things like it has it so much detail. It's got little straps here on the back that actually keep the boat on there, and you the boat comes off the trailer like that too. So that's pretty cool. Mm. They went all the way to make like little velvet, like it's carpet for like a boat trailer on there. And every little thing about this is, is just, like, working. The trolling motor comes up out of the boat. Uh, this is something that I wish they still made, because I would probably collect more than just one of these things. But it's really cool. And if you get a 124-scale pickup truck by somebody, you can actually just hook it up to it, too. So uh, kind of kind of wish that that wasn't such a rare thing to find, but I got a good deal on that at Bristol. Nice. Nice. Yes. Thank you, Lionel. For Thanks, sponsoring, well, basically the next segment coming up, and uh, oh no, you... guys, you remember the flooding we had? Oh, and once again, the lightning round on the NASCAR Weekly Podcast. Jared, what do we have on tap? Feels like every week Jared's in the spot that he gets electrocuted. I know it's great. <laughs> right, that's right on my face. I saw that. Yes, lightning round this week. Uh, not the biggest one because it's an off week and a rain delay. So a lot of stuff getting pushed back a week or so. But first off, first off, big one right here. Congratulations to two people. First, our buddy Slap Shoes hit 100,000 subscribers in the past week. I believe he did it yesterday or the day before. And then Darian hit 40K today. Get in there, Darian. Get in there. 40K. <laughs> That's 40K. Me. That's me. That's me. <laughs> Thank you guys so much, though. I appreciate it. It's unbelievable. And, uh, Congrats, and, man. And also, our, our boy Eric hit 150K. 150. Get in there, Eric. Last week. Yeah. That's Get me. in there, That's Eric. Me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, welcome to the club, Slap. I hope you get one of your uh, your silver button. Hopefully, I, I was honestly, for years, I was worried YouTube was going to stop doing that. So I was really glad I got they it. Better, the they better not stop. I don't think I, they I, will. So you guys are going to have your opening. I'm, oh, I'm yes, excited. I want to get one next year. Yeah. <laughs> 32.4 that's me technically technically i run a channel that has 152,000 subscribers so Ooh. That's, Ooh. You. <laughs> that's you <laughs> um man we got like that crackhead clint boyer energy yeah, tonight, man uh the possible next nascar game from motorsports games could be called nascar nxt based on um, some official document i saw if that's true it's, it's subject to change as well though if, too if, if, they also yeah. pointed that out if that's true i'm waiting for wwe to sue them over that <laughs> that would be probably what would happen oh yeah um, that's right yeah because wwe just had that thing 
NASCAR and Formula One have been added to the new update of Rocket League. I'm hyped for that. That's, I used to play Rocket League good. so much in college. I was literally the last few weeks like, man, I kind of want to get back into Rocket League. And then, yeah, this week, F1 and NASCAR, next week, they'll be added to the game. So it's I'm still widely popular dude, it's like, everywhere. I got on it the other day, and it was even more. Like, you know, they show mm-hmm. you how many people are playing. Mm-hmm. It was like triple what it was when I was in college. I'm like, oh, this game's getting more popular. As, as yep. good as your streams have done of like Fortnite and Among Us, I wouldn't say good, but yeah. (laughs) What what was the game you played for a while? Fall Guys. Yes, that one was popular for like a few weeks and then Among Us happened. Mm. Uh, Uh, I'm I'm probably going to start streaming some Rocket League as soon as that happens. We got to do that. We got to link up on that, Darian. That sounds fun. We should do that as an IRL stream one night. Yeah, let's play Rocket League. That might be a BS stream. I don't know. Uh, But anyway, more news. Carl Edwards has crawled out of his cave and is going to be a NASCAR race hub this Friday. Announcing his bid for public office. I don't know. That's actually Uh, actually probably what it's going to be. Yeah, that's probably what it's going to be. Yeah, I wish he would announce. I'm coming back. Coming back for that championship. Not going to happen. Team Racing the SRX. They need need some star power. (laughs) They need some some younger drivers. Yeah. Yeah, they have a nursing home inside of the I know. Uh, media center. You got to make sure you have one for Mikey. Yeah, especially for Mikey. Got to have nap time after the race. Mm. Oh, <laughs> Next gen cars from each manufacturer, I said, were are at Martinsville. Um, they were uh, yesterday, today, and I believe they're going to be tomorrow. Uh, Alex Bowman is driving the Chevrolet. David Reagan driving a Ford. Drew Herring in a Toyota, according to Bob Pockris. What a weird also, trio of drivers. I know. That's so o- weird. Only one is a current driver. So Drew Herring, like he's always been Toyota's test driver for about the past two, three years now, and, basically. And he, he ran one cup race in a 96. And Holmes, yeah, and, yeah, in Homestead 2019. He's been good in ARCA yeah. and stuff before. Yeah. He's tricks a spotter. Now. Whenever people are let back in the track, if he's there, talk to him he's a he's one of the nicest people yeah around. i remember yeah so i went up cool. to him i remember that going up there. to him i'm 2019 yeah he was cool <laughs> um but also they're testing uh and i think yeah we'll, we'll just say it now they're testing rain tires possibly on uh on wet racetracks at martinsville trying to take the fight to the weather baby and uh, it's not the first time I, I, they I, did this back in 1995 with I labani i gotta be honest i seen someone else make this point i think if they can handle the high banking on uh, Daytona and Charlotte. And honestly, I think dirt Bristol was a good enough experience to see how those guys handle like loose cars and ovals. I think they can, Martinsville I think they can make would work, be perfect. Honestly. I think they can make it work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so flat that the thing I'm worried about though, is it's so flat that if you carry too much speed, you're just, you're going oh, straight, yeah. <laughs> just straight in there. And it, they, they compared it to driving on ice. Um, and I think I have the most experience driving on mm. ice, and I'm still awful. Definitely, at it. you have like, the only experience. I think, yeah, the only. Well, like, I, I lived in Utah for almost a year, so kind of, yeah, kind of have some experience. Yeah, but <laughs> Wisconsin, no, Illinois. Yeah. Um, no, man, it's. I mean, it's like Irvin Alvarado said in the chat: hydroplaning is not fun uh, because it, it. You have no control whatsoever. So yeah, I, I can just see it happening. They, they charge had, off into the corner, and it's the big one at Martinsville. I, it's going to be like NASCAR Thunder 04. I actually had a moment on the way to Bristol that scared me. I, I hydroplaned on I-40, and it scared me. <laughs> Getting into Knoxville, just for whatever reason, on the left side, there was like a ton of water there. And I'm going 75, 80 miles an hour in high <laughs> it, 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 Luckily, I, I just kept both wheels on and stayed straight. It wasn't long. 
a hydroplane my left side of the truck and just kept going straight. And Darian, remember when we were driving through Nashville before Danny's wedding and uh, it was raining and I kind of slid a little bit? It was bad, yeah. <laughs> that was fun, man. Yeah. <laughs> You're oh, looking really at me good. like I'm nuts and I'm sitting I'm like, there holy laughing. Shit. I'm like, holy shit. This is yeah, he's, he's looking at me like I'm nuts and I'm sitting there laughing my ass off yeah. like I'm nuts. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've never done that. It was fun. Yeah, it was um, fun though. Bristol, according to Chris Knight, is aiming for 100% capacity for the fall race. Uh, I can't I'm, wait, I'm, man. I'm just gonna, I can't I'm wait. I'm going to say it. Based on what I saw this weekend, they're ready. Because yeah. they might as well be there already with how few people are wearing masks. Like, they, well, and almost, like they, they, just, they, they just cannot enforce it at this point. Well, and almost half of the country at this point has at least one dose of the vaccine. You're telling me they can't get it by September? Like. 30 more percent. Like I was going to say like, you know, Tyler uh, Bristol says they want hundred percent. I think nearly every sports venue concert venue would say the exact same thing that they want hundred percent. Well, obviously there's enough public pressure and there's enough, you know, health concerns that you can't do it yet, but yeah, come September, just, I wouldn't rule it out. Just don't listen to the person screaming in the corner. Here's what I got to say about it. You know, at this point, if, if, if that something that's going to make you not go to race, if you feel, like you're uncomfortable, you don't have to go to the race, but don't ruin it for everyone else. <laughs> those those who are wanting to go to it, they're gonna go to it. I probably would still wear my mask, but you, you can't make people wear them now at this point, honestly. So you just gotta practice your safety, do what makes you comfortable. That's all I can say. Yeah, just do what makes you comfortable. I mean, I, I'm 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 down to go. Yeah, I'm totally gonna go to that one. But yeah, just do what makes you comfortable at this point. Uh, Gaunt Brothers Racing's next cup entry is going to be at April at Talladega. You know, I gotta um, say this: not, this is the slowest lightning round ever. But like with all the like the buzz Ty Dillon generated a couple weeks ago, yeah, I didn't even realize he was racing this weekend. Yeah, he didn't either. H two. I'm like, hey, he's been twentieth. Ty Dillon's in this race. Yeah, so, yeah. he's been off. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of like I just think it's funny. He's we always kind of joke that Ty Dillon's that forgettable driver, mm-hmm. and then he got everyone's attention the last few weeks with with his off track things, and then. We forgot about him. It was another race at Bass Pro Shops and they had a di- different paint scheme for some reason. <laughs> uh, really quick. Uh, we got four, four things left. One sad one here. Rest in peace to Berner- Bernice Wood, uh, wife of the legend Glenn Wood, passed away at the age of 90 yesterday. Yeah, uh, that sucks. So, uh, three other things here. These are kind of more positive. Uh, NASCAR is reinstated. Mike Wallace, and I, I never can pronounce this dude's name, Josh, Rayom. Rayom, yeah, Rayom. All right, yeah. They're, they're, they, they've reinstated him. Keep him away from Pop Tarts. We know the whole yeah. deal. Which one um, was the Pop? Was it was that? Yeah, Rayom. That was Rayom. And then <laughs> keep and away then, from Pop Tarts. And then keep and them then, away and, from Strudel. And then I think if I if I, if I'm not mistaken, Mike Wallace just said a bunch of dumb stuff and got suspended. So <laughs> he's a Wallace. They they'll they'll say dumb yeah. stuff about anything. <laughs> Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's not good. Mm, it wasn't good it's in still entered. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Chase Elliott will honor Alan Quick at Darlington. I will pretend to be shocked. Um, wow, shocker! It, it looks clean. It looks. It looks clean. It looks We've seen it before. Yeah. I mean, it's like when they bring the rainbow car out for the twenty cycle. Whoa! No, what? Whoa! Uh, and then, uh, however, I do gotta say the merch for designed by Harris Lou looks amazing. Yeah, yeah looks Harris cool. is the best in the business, man. Mm. Uh, and then, last thing here. You can buy a jar of Bristol dirt for charity for $45 a jar. And I'm sorry. I'm just going to say it now. I, I I got a jar of dirt. I got a jar. Of- <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say this. That ain't it's really, a charity. It, it ain't really from the track. They're, they're, they're using that dirt still. So 
The dirt not, was from the flooded last night. They have extra runoff of, of the dirt they're using yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. But I, it's it's for a charity. Yeah. But <laughs> it, Deliver it's, says, it's, wow, a Greg Biffle throwback. <laughs> cool key card. Maybe that's so, right. <laughs> I saw that they're they're using some of it, but thing is they have extra dirt they're using like for the next couple races in the, the next week or two. Yeah. So yeah, I'll put it right next to the dirt I had in my desk growing up. My uncle got, sent me dirt from like the from the old Yankee Stadium before they tore, tore it down. Oh, that's I don't know where it is now. I mean, but if I it's like still my desk in my parents' through. house, then I'll add the Bristol dirt next to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this makes me think this is funny. So one of the uh, outside tent vendors at Bristol was already selling jars of dirt that they were marketing as Bristol dirt, but it definitely did not look like it was more brown. <laughs> it wasn't even like red clay. This was like brown dirt. He was selling dirt and saying it was from the track. Yeah. Well, because they, they they did show like pictures of some of it and you can see it it is rubbered up. Some of it is oh, like inside. Um but yeah, so that's it's for charity. Uh I believe it's for like Speedway children's charity or something. Yeah, like that. some one of those deals. Um it's a good cause though. They're, so. they're the ones that they usually come up like the red buckets and stuff at Bristol. Mm. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So but that was a lightning round, and uh there's that. Fantastic. And that'll do it for another edition of the lightning round on the NASCAR weekly, uh, weekly podcast. And now back to the show. Yeah, we'll get to those super chats in a moment, but first we have to thank our other big sponsor of the NASCAR weekly podcast. I got my hat ready. Forney industries is back once again for all your welding, metalworking, plasma cutting Machine needs. <laughs> Check out. <laughs> this doesn't look. And it actually looks okay. It matches my outfit yeah, better today. Better than last week. Um, but for do-it-yourselfers all the way to professionals, Forney has everything you need for your next big project. So check them out at ForneyIn.com. Forney, I-N-D. That's Forney with an F. Y'all in the chat never listen to me. It's Forney with an F, I-N-D.com. Or check them out at an authorized Forney dealer near you. Got the hat and everything to prove it. <laughs> Check them out. I, uh, I, I, I kind of laugh thinking about it. You know, David Land has the Puma hat. I have the Winston hat. Eric has the Forney hat. The Forney hat. The, the Forney hat, yes. The Forney. I, I said Forney. I yeah. that, was not a, that was not a Freudian slip. No, the, the, chat, the, chat, the chat intentionally mishears us. Yeah. 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 yeah, I think they had a Freudian slip. It's the uh, Freudian Forney chat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, on that note, not only are we supported by our friends over at 40 industries we are supported by viewers like you thanks to these <laughs> super chats wait so, we're pbs yeah i was about yes, to say thank we you are <laughs> the, uh, professional uh bs streamers <laughs> uh, anyway close enough so uh, <laughs> let's get into this stephen gibson started off tonight pretty early with a very generous 20 dollars. i appreciate that stephen uh, he says, with Marcus Smith, and this is going to be something I think we'll talk about more later, but we might as well talk about it now, I don't know. With Marcus Smith coming out saying he hasn't forgotten about North Wilkesboro and the mostly positive outlook on the dirt, what would you think of Wilkesboro being D-slash-A permanent dirt track? And this is something that me and Claudia were talking about at dinner tonight. Honestly, I don't think that's a half-bad idea because as we, what we learned at Dirt Bristol was that you don't need a you don't need a real garage or anything like that because you just do it all from the truck. Um, no live pit stops. You don't need an up-to-date pit area. You just need to bring them in so they can do what they need to do. Honestly, you don't even have to park them straight. You, a lot of times in practice sessions at Bristol Motor Speedway, they just 
park them like diagonally and they just do what they need to. Could even mm -hmm. do something like that in this kind of scenario. So you could do something like that and it's no secret the surface there would have to be destroyed and redone entirely if they wanted to make that uh, a concrete track. If you wanted to do dirt, just pile a bunch of dirt on it and it should be fine. Um, you don't need to put in safer barriers because they actually took them away at Bristol Motor Speedway. Um, so there's another thing you don't have to do. You, you'll, they'll need to redo the catch fence and then they'll have to just knock out basically all the grandstands and all the other facilities and rebuild that. That is a cheaper, a much cheaper option than trying to make North Wilkesboro Speedway like a nicer, newer version of what it used to be. Um, that would be... It'd basically probably, be a big Eldora. That, yeah. That would be the best case scenario if they want to do something with North Wilkesboro and then they could try to make it just a regular dirt track. Well, if that's the case, then, I mean, that sounds realistic. I mean, after how well Dirt Bristol did, then, yeah, I mean, that I mean, possibility I, sounds I, pretty I, realistic. I, I know a lot of the efforts from those online has been, oh, we want to see North Wilkesboro Speedway back the way it used to be. Well, that's not the case. It's not going to be. This is um, just, this is your most plausible option. If you that's your consolation prize. If you want mm -hmm. something to happen, they have done a good job. They preserved it forever in iRacing. But if you want to be something, a dirt track is your answer, I think. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm for an, a, a dirt track. I'm not nostalgic in any way uh, about North Wilkesboro, so I just want to see it used in the most you know purposely way it can possibly be used today. And I think building a dirt track that's suited for NASCAR that fills a gap that doesn't exist right now. There is no such thing on the schedule. Like there's no dirt track that's exclusively built for NASCAR. The closest thing is Eldora, and Tony Stewart probably won't let NASCAR race. He's there. like never again. So, <laughs> the problem is if you build another asphalt short track there in the North Carolinas, Tennessee area. I mean, there's what uh, that's like right in the heart where all the other short tracks already are in NASCAR. So what, what do you? What's the point of adding another one? There's really is no point. So you know, I, I like the idea of of a dirt track. Uh, something like that. I think you're right, Danny. It'd be a little bit cheaper. Wouldn't be much cheaper because I think most of the investment would need to go into, you know, the the surrounding area and specifically the grandstands would have to be basically yeah. built, tore down and rebuilt from scratch. But yeah. it, it sounds realistic. You know, Marcus Smith is planting some seeds. You know, this uh, speaks to a larger conversation. You know, it feels like NASCAR and Speedway Motorsports and everyone involved is investing in the sport's future right now, whether it's, you know, tire testing a rain tire, whether it's redoing Auto Club Speedway, hauling dirt, once or twice a year into Bristol Motor Speedway, like they're willing to spend money right near, right now, with the hopes mm -hmm. that it pays it pays off here in the next five, ten, fifteen years. So, you know, fairgrounds I could mean, get renovated. Why not North Wilkesboro too? I think no matter what happens, I think it's all leading up to enjoy dirt Bristol as long as they do it, because I think eventually Bristol Spring will no longer be a thing. I think it's it's going to lean into the direction to eventually have. Uh, Nashville Fairground Speedway take over the spring date that Bristol would usually have, and then that Br Nashville Fairgrounds will basically become like a modern version of what I think people wanted Norfolk World to be. You just have to settle for it being in Nashville with a bigger population, right in an urban area, which yeah. is why I think that's smart. And then, yeah. you know, if they decide to do it, North Wilkesboro could be, you know. A summertime thing. I would still say do it in the summer when the rain's not as big of a risk. Um, but yeah, that would be how I would see that going. I mean, there's just been so many factors over the years to why Wilkesboro was never brought back, just because of the general location of the track, you know, the condition it's been left in. Um, and yeah, the way Danny's put it, I feel like, yeah, uh, a dirt North Wilkesboro, you know, 
totally, totally dedicated to to some sort of uh, dirt racing. I feel like not only, I mean, NASCAR wouldn't be the only series to race there, I would assume, if that, this is uh, a thing. Up, that opens them up to a lot more. You get the right management team in there. They can have dirt racing every weekend and then, yeah. and then host big series like World of Outlaws, uh, Lucas Oil, all the big ones that come yeah, there. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I feel like if you if you have your very own dirt facility, and I feel like if this is built, this will be like you know one of like the biggest you know most um most uh, famous you know newest yeah. venues. Um, you have to have the World of Outlaws. I think there that'd there's, be perfect. There's a huge population of dirt racers in North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, t- uh, East Tennessee, Virginia. They'd all be able to come in, you know, at least a few weekends a year to try to compete there, especially if it's a if it's a bigger show that they've got on the line. And just to have like on, some racing thing. back on the track in general too is good. Okay, I hate being the. I'm gonna revert back to my uh, old self here. I, uh, this isn't gonna be all sunshine and rainbows here. Like a few weeks ago, we were all clowning, you know, in the chat about how this is never gonna happen. The place is turning into a forest, and now all of a sudden, because we had a good dirt race. We're thinking North Wilkesboro is going to get brought back. I mean, I, I, I know it sounds silly, but I think it's just the fact that no one ever really considered that this could be a plausible option. Yeah, I, talked about North Wilkesboro over and over again throughout the years, saying that's still on the radar. We might, still might do something to it. This might happen, and it never does. It's been what thirty, almost thirty years, twenty-five yeah, years. It, it'll still be one of those things when it's where I'll believe it when I see it. But, the, but that's not a bad the idea. game. What's yeah, it's game? not a bad idea. That's the thing. You so yeah, it could have its own dirt track, but at the same time, if Dirt Bristol brings in eighty thousand people, why are we going to then replace it with a facility that's going to bring? That's, in that's the thing. They do need 50. to see how ne- they do need to see how next year does because that'll be a better indication. You have to not even next year. You got. I think you need a larger pool than that because we're still going to be. In my opinion, we're still going to deal with the what I'm going to call the COVID hangover where people are still going to be gun-shy about doing big events like this. So it's you're not going to get an accurate gauge for another year or two or three. And the, the thing I have to ask is, that what is to gain about this when it comes to the broader appeal of NASCAR? Uh, and this is the question that I think we need to ask here is, we're talking about going to a Chicago street course, possibly going to LA, building you know tracks closer to big cities and big markets. Uh, you're right between Bristol, which is a huge hub for all of racing, and Charlotte, which is one of the fastest growing cities in America. There, what's to the gain by having a track out in the middle of the boonies? I guess like, basically, I, I guess the, the whole only, argument against Kentucky. I guess the only thing that is to gain is that if you make that D, like D NASCAR, yeah, the dirt dirt track, dirt track the dirt that, track. That is the for only that. thing that they take away from that. Yeah, I was just Jared. thinking too much. I'm with Jarrett though. Why do we have to make North Wilkesboro? Like again, I'm not nostalgic for North Wilkesboro. I know a lot of people are. I'm, I'm not. I know, never, so I like, never saw a single race well, at, at I really, North Wilkesboro. I'm kind of in the same boat I, with there. I, I just want to see NASCAR actually build a track that's going to attract fans for more than two years. Because you build yeah. something in North Wilkesboro, yeah. people will show up because it's a novelty. But like, yeah, it's but like the long term major city. Well, if you're gonna if you're gonna spend all that money to build a whole racetrack, because basically if you went to Wilkesboro, you'd be building it from scratch. If you're yeah, gonna build yeah, a racetrack from scratch. Why would you not like hand select the market? Cincinnati, Tennessee, South Carolina. Like, I'm just trying to think Georgia. Why would you not hand pick a market that you really think is going to evolve and grow for years and years that NASCAR already has a little bit of a foothold in? And another, another question too is what's the point of bringing a track back like that if you're not going to bring it back to how the fans wanted it? 
you know, because mm. let's not act like that dirt racing is just universally loved amongst fans. There is a, a large amount of fans who aren't crazy about this, who, you know, who the reason that we did this for, for Bristol is it was a last ditch effort. We're, we're trying to throw a pitch for a track that its last ditch effort was in 2011. Yeah. You know, you look at Rockingham and this Rockingham came back 20, 2012, 2013. And in my opinion, that one has more of a realistic chance today because, I mean, even the Cars Tour is racing on it, and it's race-ready. That that track, based on what NASCAR wanted and the numbers I saw back from attendance, viewership, whatever they may be going off of, wasn't good enough to keep Rockingham or to justify keeping Rockingham even on the truck schedule back in 2012, 2013 when we had double the viewers watching the sport. Yeah. I, I just I don't want to be pessimistic about this, but it's just to the point right now where it doesn't fit where NASCAR's going. That's 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 NASCAR's the big thing. trying to it, go for the street courses, trying to get back in those well, markets. It's and reinventing stuff. itself, and I like going back to the past, but there's no justifiable reason to go back to the past aside from yeah. this would be cool. Outside of diehard fans like myself and Danny kind of, you know, propping this idea up. I would like, love it. Dude, yeah, if, yeah, if yeah. it gains traction, I'll get behind yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Track just, back. It's just it's just the first thing I've heard suggested for for that track that actually somewhat makes sense. Everything else doesn't. So Yeah, and then like with all the stuff that's happened this year, it's like, eh, it's like a dirt uh, um a dedicated dirt North Wilkesboro. I mean, it may or may not. I mean, like, but it sounds realistic to I'd me. Go. So I would, yeah, go. I, I like diehard fans would go. Diehard fans I, would definitely go. I, I, I want to clear something up because a lot of people that watch us also follow us on on other social media. I got into a little spat with Save the Speedway, and it's not that I don't want this to happen. That's the thing that I think got lost in translation. There, I'm not somebody who just wants to meme it. Like I, if this happens, no matter what series, even if it's the World of Outlaws and it's not NASCAR in general, if it comes back, I will go there and put my money into it to support it. It just doesn't feel realistic at this point. I mean, if this was 2011, I'd believe it more. With how the track currently is, it's definitely not capable. That's why. This, if, if they have to go in effort, that's not going to cost a good absurd amount of money. That's the only option, I think. At, at this point, I'm just sick of the talk. Like, somebody needs to do something. Like, like SMI, they've owned the track for years. They keep saying, hey, we're going to do this. And, and, you know, yeah, they're kind of getting my hopes up again and stuff. But, you know, like, Jarrett kind of reminded me, like, hey, let's uh, concrete. put a cap on One this. or the other. SMI, so just stop dangling it. SMI seems like they want to keep the dirt track. Because, honestly... I will say this: the crowd I saw there was heavily favored towards Larson, so I feel like it. This race did bring out a lot more, a lot different of a fan base than it usually would have. So yeah, like the world of outlaws base. There is a demand yeah. for people who like dirt to see this happen with NASCAR. So I think if in that case there is that possibility of you know finding a reason to do this, but also for Bristol Motor Speedway, it does not feasibly make sense to keep spending the money of laying down the dirt, taking it mm-hmm. off before September, putting it back down before March, taking it out before September. That's part of the reason it only lasted two years when they did it earlier in 2000 anyways. And and plus I want my, I want my two concrete Bristol races back. I want those two races back. Me I'm going to be quite honest with well, you. Like you, you'll, you'll only get the one. Cause I, I definitely think the spring one's going away. So yeah, 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 yeah. 
but maybe not forever. Maybe, yeah, exactly. Maybe we not spent, forever. We spent 10 minutes on one super chat. Yeah, <laughs> well, we, we wanted to talk about that. Oh, wait, this is a super chat. Yeah, oh, we, my God. we wanted to hit on that. So, yeah, well, let's get through the rest well, of the super chat. That, oh, that, okay. that wasn't our notes to talk about anyway. So it kind yeah, of we were going to hit on that. So, yeah. so appreciate that one again. Uh, let's get back into it. Plus, we don't really have much more to talk about anyway, so we can go through mm. So, yeah. uh, $4.99 come in from Ethan Kane. Appreciate that. Uh, I think it's referred back to uh, the first super chat. Steven, I was listening to the download and had the same thought. You want to talk about getting back to our roots? North Wilkesboro was built a dirt track. Yes? Yes, it was. Every yeah, it was. Set. Mm. So that'd be really going back to NASCAR's roots right there. Yeah. Groovy Goose. Uh, Eric, have you seen this goose? Is that the same goose that was in my flood at Bristol? Yeah, he gets around. <laughs> uh, oh, Danny Z to the Water Channel. I was the goose, by the way. That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Ethan Kane coming in with another dollar ninety nine. Pretty doubtful though. A fun fight, however. Again, they just talk about North Wilkesboro. Wilkesboro. Yeah. Uh, our buddy Jake Baskinger coming in with a dollar ninety nine. Favorite kind of peanut butter? I would say Jif. I would yeah, die. Jif. Is it Jif or Gif? Oh yeah. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> but yeah, yes, mm. I, I heard that Jared. His poor man cannot have peanut butter. Yeah, he can't have it. Like my little brother can't either. <laughs> Uh, Nicholas. Yeah, that'd be terrible. Get up to heaven. And God's like, how did you get here? Peanut butter. Peanut butter. <laughs> that was your damn fault to begin with. It's yeah. Jif, child. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> my bad. Bless, bless you. you. How many times, bro? Is that like the eighth bless you? This Take a uh, shot every time Danny sees a shot. I took allergy medicine before the streams. So I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Uh, anyways. Did you eat peanut butter? Yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm having rowdy oh. energy, so maybe I'm allergic to that. Oh, oh yeah, I can imagine. Kyle! <laughs> Kyle! He Sorry. had too much, he put too much rowdy in him. Oh, wait a minute, that didn't sound right. Move on, move on, move on, <laughs> okay. move on. Darian! <laughs> Nicholas Gray coming in at $5. Think about going to Bristol next year. Uh, which race for my first visit? Should I attend a dirt race or a night race? Honestly, night I'd, race. I'd, I'd say bo- I'd say both if you can do it. <laughs> Why night not race? Both? If you got to choose night. one, night, night race. race. Night race, bro. Yeah, if you have to choose one, night race. Honestly, go to night race this year if you can get a ticket and then go to dirt race next year. Uh, yes, MV Rounder, negative uh, last comment streak was broken by you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Steven Gibson with another $2. SHR needs Brad K. And at number 10 next year, Bradley. Again, we talked about this. I don't think he fits that mold over there. So yeah. I'm oh. sure they'd love him if he took it, but I don't see why Keselowski yeah. would. Dude, would I, I don't know. Stuart, Stuart and Keselowski together, I don't, mm, I don't know. I don't know. That's but. a deal that I just wouldn't do. Maybe in 2018 when every driver won a race, that'd look good, but not now. Yeah. Um. GN coming in with $5. Appreciate that. Almirola has had six consecutive weekends of 25th or worst place finishes. Absolute disaster. Oh, 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 God. Is this, is this Darian's new bit? Oh, <laughs> it's so terrible. It's it's kind of funny. I don't know why at this point. I almost want to see how long it will last. Like, I don't, I don't want to root against a guy, but, like, I'm just kind of sitting here like, man. <laughs> he blows equip- up on pit. Bless you. He blows up on pit road. Take a shot. Before Fire him up, boys. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you remember you remember when they had nascar on the cleveland show and it's like casey kane's like if yeah. i just drive safe i'll win the race and the wheels fall off yeah, just, that's almirola at this it. point that's oh, season, man. that's so bad i'm sorry Almirola. oh gn has a correction 27th or worse even oh, worse oh, oh, oh that's even worse oh no but anyways uh gn said he liked him in 2018 but he's probably out of 21 i would agree with that in 18, yeah. in 18, he came in with such a fire because he hadn't been in a good car, and that team hadn't shown anything. So that was 
That was peak Amarillo in 2018, honestly. Oh, yeah, dude. Everyone loved him. Now everyone hates him. Now, now they're like, oh. uh, I don't hate him. They're well, just I like, mean, they don't hate him. They're just like, oh, he's just doing bad. They're just concerned about him, honestly. Yeah, that's about it. Platinum Paradise comes in at 499. Appreciate that. I don't think an annual dirt race is the way to go. The drivers didn't sign up for it. And NASCAR will be setting itself up for unforeseen disasters. I, I would have said that's an argument is true until almost all the dirt regulars got schooled by the asphalt regulars they did. pretty much all weekend long. They did. So, no, NASCAR drivers proved they adapt very quickly. So. They, like, they, yes. and the, driver, the drivers had a lot of fun. They all kept saying it, mm-hmm. it was fun. It's, yeah, it it's, the, it's the argument that I have for, uh, the argument I have that's for pro airport racing, street racing, road courses. It just it, it fits right along with this. If this is the top series of stock car racing in America and, and these are the best drivers in the world that they say, put them on every form of racing and the most diverse schedule out there mm-hmm. that yeah. I I think it fits now. I didn't think so before, but I, I was proven wrong, uh, and I might be proven wrong again. It might be a complete and utter cluster F. Uh, <laughs> Urban so says I- anti-gravity racing. That's the next. Anti-gravity. <laughs> We're going to race on the moon. We're going to race in space. Right. Take race on Mars. Urban Alvarado comes in at $10. Appreciate that. Gene Haas is having nightmares with SHR. Recalling <laughs> this and Haas F1 kicking the can of 2022. But Bro, they he- suck. You know what, Mick Schumacher had a better weekend than the rest of the Haas stable. Bro, Haas F1 sucks, bro. So so Mazepin spun it um, after the first corner on lap one, and then Schumacher spun it uh, on the restart. So they kicked off the season not even completing a full lap in the first five laps under green without spinning. So that was interesting, and now he's struggling in NASCAR. It's just terrible, terrible season for Haas. The Hyper Dark Sonic comes in with two dollars and says, "In 2014, five winners were below <coughs> six thousand. Bless you again. Five winners were below sneeze. <laughs> they were below sixteenth. Mm. And Zachary Plant comes in at five dollars. Question: Should NASCAR make the dirt race the throwback weekend? What's more classic than watching no. cup cars? No. Nah, they're going to get dirty, so no need to dirty up those beautiful schemes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Darlington's no. perfect. It's been perfect for years. No. Should be the Southern 500, but we'll take what we can get. Yeah. Hey, you get two Darlingtons this year with the 7th yeah. package. I don't mind. I call that a win. Yeah, it I don't mind. A win. Yeah. <laughs> but Chris St. John comes in at 49. Appreciate that. Hamlin would be sent to the moon. Got to add Dodge reference any chance possible. He should have been sent to the moon. Or no, um, or Lugano should have been sent to the moon, yeah. Mm-hmm. Bless you. Bless you again. It's muted every time you do that, right? Yeah, so I mute, I mute okay. it every, every time, so only you guys are hearing that. I, That's I, I feel bad for those Spotify listeners that are going to be like, they're <laughs> silent, and then they hear us, bless you. <laughs> You're just like, what I is that? I get, my cat is not in here. I took allergy medicine. I don't know what's going on tonight. So. Yeah. Um, let's see, we got Mike. The Mike Davis? Mike Davis comes out of $5. If my boy Joe Logano wins at Martinsville, you each have to wear a Logano shirt in the next video. P.S. Paris the man, Mike Davis. <laughs> well, thank you, Mike Davis, but I'm not wearing a Logano shirt. No. 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 Wear that. <laughs> have his. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I'll make my own Logano shirt. Hey, Joe, yeah. start we yeah. should each design our own Joey I, Logano shirt I, I, and, I will, and wear that. I will, take, I will take a Bowman shirt, print off a picture of Logano, and just put it there. <laughs> That's Kepi giving your design. That would be funny one week go. if we ever, if we one day do that though. We'll we'll put a pin in it. 
Yeah. Yeah. Think about it. We got a while till Martinsville, so we can think. If he win, how about if he wins a championship, we'll we'll do that for the season opener of of season five. (laughs) Why not? I'm already thinking about my Logano design. (laughs) Now I am too. It'd it'd be a fun way to go about it. We should get Logano on as the guest for that. Yeah. Why not? Let's do it. He can judge our shirts. (laughs) Joey, (laughs) Joey, which shirt design is best? (laughs) Joey, can you sign your shirt or your face? Yeah, I'll sign my shirt. Yeah. He he won't want to sign the one I design. I have a feeling. (laughs) I can just just hear his voice. I can just hear his voice. I I have a feeling a certain moment from Martinsville would be on there. I might edit it a little bit, but perhaps. Hey, I was there for that one. I you could, your shirt could be like what it looked like from your angle <laughs> in the grandstand. <laughs> what immaculate cheering and just everything right in the world like, in that moment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. PTM Billy comes in at 499. May not like Joey Logano, but as a Kyle Busch fan, uh, I might get that win diecast. Also, don't tell me I'm going to have to wait all year for a KFB win. Well, you've already gotten one in the truck series, at least. So. Yeah. Better than last year. Yeah. Uh, we, so. ha- we have Lucas Hansen, no comment, just 299. Appreciate that. Uh, Levi Shones coming in at 499. Appreciate that. How about Blaney making the top 10 after wrecking? Yeah. That was pretty badass. That was good. That was good. Plus yeah, very impressive. Okay, okay. I really hope someone t- does that as a drinking game. We do not condone uh, doing that to the point where you're completely gone. Uh, yeah. But if someone did that as a drinking game, I'd love for them to like tweet at us after the fact. They'll be like, "And if you if you're uh, if you're using Fireball while playing the game, that's double points." <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's that's like stuff that high schoolers steal. Like that's not <laughs> that's that's nothing. And so you can tell I don't drink that much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Lucas, Lucas Hansen, two nine nine, another two bucks because I would have sent a twenty two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, should have sent a twenty two. Wise man. Sneeze. Do, <coughs> do, we can we can take over the, the super chat reading if you need, Danny. I feel bad. We'll man. scroll up, man. <laughs> You've been hit no, by a dust it, storm. <laughs> I will survive. I will survive. Actually, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna I might take this. There could be cat hair on this hoodie. I'm gonna take it off just in case that's the case. <laughs> yeah, I take it off. Uh, yeah. Scott McNew comes in of two dollars. Move it to May and make it a night race. Night race, I think, should happen no matter what the dirt race at Bristol. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a. Uh, Kind of they should do it night one year. Yeah, they should do it day night, night. one season. Do day, do day night transition. Hmm. Just to mess with it. Uh, while you're doing that, I'll read, the, I'll read the most recent one. Brandon Mitchell for $2 says, Maze Pin Certified Garbage. Yes, Maze Pin, that's not yes. the most. That's actually not the most recent one. That's just the one that I scrolled up to. Oh. All right, so we got that one just read. Appreciate that. Tyler Tinsley, 499, Hamlin. Moving the most popular driver that is trying to get his first win at Martinsville. Uh is greater than moving a hated driver to win the first dirt race in 50 years. <laughs> well, I, I can't justify it either. All right, GN of another $5. I don't use streaming because companies can censor whatever they want. Say SpongeBob episode, fair point. Physical media you already own can't be censored. I'll yeah, just buy all my NASCAR races on DVD. <laughs> that, oh, yeah, DVD. That's, <laughs> Funny, I remember like. Oh, it's time for the race to start. Have <laughs> <laughs> them all on tape. That makes me think of something as a wrestling fan. Uh, for whatever reason, like you could back when before the W, they got rid of WWE Network. Before they did that, you could pay ten dollars a month to watch any kind of pay per view you want. You wanted there. And yet, you go to Walmart, and they still sell DVDs at the pay-per-views for some reason. I know. Oh, I dude, still I'm, buy them. Wow. I still buy DVDs. You still buy DVDs? I haven't bought yeah. a DVD in years. Because what <laughs> happens when the internet goes out? 
Oh. I just don't watch the movie. I just don't watch it. <laughs> I do. I do. I ha- I can watch Star Wars and Jurassic Park whenever the hell I hey, want. I've got all three seasons of Gilligan's Island on DVD. I'm set. I actually Island. have an old laptop with a DVD player on it specifically for that problem. Yeah. I'll make sure I download well, all my movies before when, they take off the internet. When the power goes out, I have a movie to watch. Hey, I use a laser disc. <laughs> laser disc. <laughs> I use, use a floppy VHS. disk. Even, I use even Blu-ray is starting to seem old at this point. Yeah, I've been watching movies on an eight-track player. I've been watching <laughs> my movies on a floppy disk for years. All right. <laughs> um, we talked about some up garbage hundred-dollar donation again. Appreciate that. Hope to see you in Nashville this summer. Uh, Brandon Mitchell, nothing said, just a dollar. Appreciate that. JC fourteen twenty-four. What's up, man? Jared's Greta Van Fleet shirt with the big eye emojis. Oh yeah, hold on. Yeah, Greta. Totally not ripping off Zeppelin. <laughs> uh, Steven Gibson, again, at $5. You've been very generous to that, man. Trucks can maybe do Mansfield Speedway again, and it is a dirt track now. So yeah, Oh, man's, oh yeah. Mansfield's a dirt track now? Yeah, oh, they, yeah, they, they converted it. Nice, they could do that. Yeah, they can go back there. Andrew Meyer, appreciate the $5. Daniel Suarez having no idea what he's doing on dirt and leading most laps he's ever led in a cup race. His peak 21 chaotic energy. That's perfect. I wanted him to win so bad. I know. Mm. Brandon Mitchell with $2. Oh, you already said that one. The, the Mazepin. Mazepin. Mazepin's terrible. Uh, terrible. Burnout, terrible. Burnout Network of $5. Appreciate that. What Xfinity or Trek race are you looking forward to the most in 2021? Love the Mid-Ohio standalone race. Wish we had more. Mm. Hmm. I'm not looking forward to. Tra- I mean, the trucks, the Knoxville, Knoxville one now. Knoxville now. I'm, yeah, I'm probably gonna go to that one. Yeah, Knoxville. I'm looking forward to. And then uh, yeah. just all the races at Nashville. So. Mm. Yeah, all all three series are at Nashville, right? And then all three are at Coda as well. So that'll yep. be a wild weekend. Mm. We'll be there in Coda, <clears throat> Kevin. <clears throat> um, I'm excited. Carter Carter Hansen coming to five dollars. Appreciate that. I'm in Utah where NASCAR is not popular. My friends aren't fans of NASCAR. I watch NASCAR YouTube to fill the void. Thanks for providing entertainment. Well, we're happy, oh, we're happy to do thank that you, you Carter. Yeah, that's, appreciate I, it. I, I think we yeah, thank about you. This uh, last week, states like I think I, I feel like states like Louisiana and Utah; those are markets that aren't really uh, aren't really looked at. So Utah is like there is a motorsports market there, especially in uh, in Salt Lake. There's some short tracks out there in the area, um, but I, um, one of them shut down recently. I think like a couple of years ago. I I don't know. I've I haven't been out there in years, so it's it's a uh, it's been a minute. But there's a market though. What's so funny? I'm so laughing funny? at a comment. It's funny. <laughs> it's, uh, Barry Boy Blast has his picks for Easter weekend. His suck pick is Peeps Candy. <laughs> <laughs> Easter Bunny's his underdog, and he says Jesus Christ will win. <laughs> he will rise on the third day. <laughs> rise again. He's gonna comment. win. Hey, what's wrong with Peeps? What's he's, wrong with Peeps? I love Peeps. Out too. Oh, pe- pe- you know, you know what Peeps lead to? What diabetes. Oh, I thought you were gonna say poops or something. <laughs> you know what? Like I, I gotta say this. I do not like peeps on their own, but I, I've never had uh, peeps as like a s'more. So I wonder if that would be any good. Yeah, I think with s'mores that'd be pretty good. Though. What company is it? Pepsi just revealed a peeps flavored soda. Oh, I uh, oh, oh. Okay, I now you're Google going this. too far. Yeah, I, I hate Google peeps this. now. I hate peeps now. Carnation, Carnation get your boy. Yeah, yeah, get your boy, Carnation. What is uh, wrong I, with I, you? I, I guess. They was like, Peeps. this is the same people who tried to make 
pilk. It's real. He tried to make pilk a thing, and so they got this instead. What the hell is pilk? It comes in a pink and or yellow or blue can. Like a, it's Ugh. a weird. Wait, Jared, oh Jared did you just ask what pilk was? Yeah. That is, What's that? That's Pepsi and milk combined. Oh, oh who the hell was that? Who asked for this? Who the hell asked for this? Carnation. carnation. This, is, yeah, carnation. this is why Coca-Cola is better. Yeah, damn it, Carnation. <laughs> well, we got a couple more Super Chats, and then we will go on to the last few things. Groovy Goose comes in at Dawn 99. Was I on ESPN before Eric? They spin the UFO. <laughs> Another UFO this Well done, Groovy Goose. This, this you win most, this round. This is the most has been uh, asked to be spun, I think, all season, so there you go. Since Blaney. <laughs> yeah. Steven Gibson, $5. Appreciate that. Quinn Howe should have should have pole at Martinsville since he did start first for his heat race. LOL. Why not? No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just yeah. give it to him. <laughs> Tyler Tinsley of 499. To add to the lightning round, we're gonna lose. Also hit 100,000 subscribers on YouTube. Yeah, he did. That's right. the greatest. The greatest troll in NASCAR. He's been trolling for over a decade and will finally be validated with that famous silver play button. Congratulations, Legend of life. we're gonna lose. Yes, Legends of Life. Legends of Life. Legends of <laughs> life. Oh, oh, what happened? Um, I hit you down the pitcher. Oh, that guy pitted. What? That guy pitted. <laughs> uh, okay. What the heck? Claudia just sent me a, a, a screenshot about the Pepsi and Peeps thing. It will only be available to sweepstakes winners of some kind. Who the hell wants that? A weirdo, a couple of weirdos, well, a couple of weirdos, well, probably. Claudia just said, "Low key, I'd be interested in trying this." It's so. Weird. <laughs> no, Claudia! No! Oh no! 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 Get so, out of it! Get out of it! So, I, if, if she can find it, I'll, I guess we'll be trying it. But, no! Uh, oh god! Good peeps, rowdy energy. Hey, <laughs> speaking of rowdy energy, that's what I got tonight. So uh, they just started selling these in Publix. I think that is the first, like, this. That, that's the biggest retailer I think, I think Rowdy has gotten so far. So that Not is, bad. That is more they say they're at HEBs. I haven't seen them at any HEBs yet, So, I've, but I've kept my eyes open. And then one last $3 from Brandon Mitchell. Appreciate that. Anybody watching the Freedom 500 on Friday? Free, freedom. I'm going to be on the road. <laughs> freedom! Wait, the um, what 500? Freedom! I, I'm not familiar with the Freedom 500. Free, freedom... The Freedom 500. Wait, why does that sound familiar? That sounds so familiar. I don't know why. I is it a race? Is that a race? I don't know. Uh, that's it for the super chat right there. We appreciate everyone's support. Oh, it's the whatever the Cletus McFarland thing is doing. Oh, whatever he's doing. I don't. Really, gotcha. I, I don't really get notified of anything from Cletus McFarland anymore, so I don't say it that often. Yeah, yeah, I don't really see. It. I feel like we're back in a 2018 episode. <laughs> it feels well, like it's it. a bye week. It's a bye week, so we can. Kind of His, he has a YouTube video from a month ago. We organized the ultimate pro driver drifter YouTuber race, like slash drifter slash YouTuber race, the 20. 21 freedom 500 why were uh, none of us invited yeah we didn't know this what? we didn't know about yeah. any of this yeah it's okay we, we didn't know he, we didn't know he existed so i guess it's okay that he didn't know we existed yeah. <laughs> but there is one more tyler's nascar review for 299 appreciate that kyle larson's kid owen larson came in second last night in one of his races that's cool to hear it's cool I freedom he, i think he's racing I think Owen Larson probably race in the same like division like Cash Boyer and uh, Brexton Bush are. Yeah, they're all on the uh, on the come up. You know, they're only like eight though, so <laughs> it's gonna be a while. <laughs> Wait, is Alex Boyer? Bowman in the in the Freedom Five Hundred? I guess that's what uh, one person in the chat is saying. Well, I guess I gotta watch it then. Yep, Danny B. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there you go. 
but yeah, that'll do it for the Super Chats. We, again, we are supported by viewers like you, so we greatly appreciate all of your donations each week. We're like the, we're like the, uh, the show Arthur. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> From all viewers right. like you. So Thank you. that brings into another thing. We have our podcast, but Dirty Mo Media has another great podcast, Dell Junior Download. Jared, what happened this week? Uh, Marcus Smith of SMI came on there. We talked a bit about it earlier about what he said about North Wilkesboro. Um, I got to admit, I like Marcus Smith. Dude is very innovative, likes to take chances, and he's been pretty good so far with it. Um, there are three other things that we can talk about really quick right here. I'm, we can skim over at least one of them here. Sonoma being raced in the spring is on the table. That should, That's all they that should, said. That, that should have happened years ago, though. The spring Sonoma date, that should have happened years ago with how amazing and, and beautiful that track looks in the spring. Oh, It's aesthetically pretty. All pleasing. green, yeah. And it makes sense, too. The spring is usually a rainy month for most states. California, especially out where Sonoma is, doesn't get much rain regardless of the time of year, mm-hmm. so it might make sense to fill a yeah. March date with a Sonoma race. Uh, the big one that a lot of people were going overboard about, uh, not one say overboard, but freaking <laughs> out about, um, root for Bristol in the next five years, possibly. I feel like Marcus Smith is just memeing. He's like, Oh, we might bring yeah. North Wilkesboro back. We might bring it back. <laughs> we might put a roof on Bristol. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I, I won't. I won't go. I won't throw it out the window uh, because if there's anything I've learned from just watching sports in general with stadiums is do not do not underestimate modern engineering. Like they, if they if they really do want it, they will find a way. Because everyone's like they're gonna die from like you know from the fumes and carbon they're gonna monoxide, go down. Carbon monoxide like, poisoning, all that stuff. Honestly, the way I was thinking about it, it would suck for those in the infield just build a dome that kind of goes over it and then have like an opening kind of doors that slide in open. And then the water just goes into the infield, but not on the track. I don't know. Like there's a, like there's a waterfall going like, yeah, basically, basically looks so cool. I mean, (laughs) I don't think that that would be amazing. Imagine it's just like an opening that only hits like the people in the garage area. It would either look amazing or it would look like the Falcon stadium, which would be bad. Um, I think it'll be amazing. Just, yeah, it'll be like amazing. Just realized I kept myself muted after the last knee, so. Force to have it. But That's I, a record-breaking I, of, uh, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I, I don't think, I mean, like Danny Dover says, keep sides open uh, so there's ventilation. You could do that. I mean, that, there's there's plenty of ways they could. You could pump the air out and pump fresh air in. I don't know. The, Getting expensive. It's <laughs> expensive, but. Now, uh, I saw somebody, I think, on Reddit put, yeah, now watch, Bristol, Tennessee turns into a desert and it won't rain for 20 <laughs> years because that's how life is. <laughs> Honestly, all of a sudden. I, I can see it. So. Well, no, because from 1997 to 2013, there wasn't a single weather delay outside of the snowball fiasco in 2006 there in the Bush race, I think. So it, there was a long period where, like, the race wasn't delayed. So watch it just happen again out of nowhere because <laughs> of life. I don't know the way the, the 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 Bristol climate has changed in the last twenty years. It's it's looking more and more like this might become a fixture if they're going to mm-hmm. keep it in March. Yeah. You got to think of ways to combat it. Yeah, maybe it's a shot. I, I I'm not going to play it off the way that a lot of people are. You know, because I, I, I think that if they really did want to do it, there's it's possible. Anything is possible. A way. If there's a way, there's a way. If NASCAR has proven anything to us in the last 
three years is that they will prove you wrong every chance they can. Is there any kind of weird way to set up, it starts on the outside wall, and you unroll it and it clips onto the inner wall. Could you somehow do a tarp system from the from the outer wall to the inner wall? I don't know. <laughs> just, but, but just have a have a crew like you have for baseball stadiums, uh, the tarp crew. Oh. You come up with a better name than tarp crew. Yeah, tarp crew. The tarp crew. Pull out the tarp crew. The gladiator crew for the last great Coliseum. <laughs> there you go. Yep. And then the other one that uh Marcus Smith talked about is that Nashville uh, is very promising for NASCAR and that they would want to bring structure to the track. Cause at the point now is that, Hey, you call up the track and more than likely you can get the track to yourself. And it would actually probably have less loud days for the dumbasses who move next to a racetrack expecting serene silence. No, the track making too much noise. I moved here. Uh, I moved my family to a nice area. And the only thing that sucks is, there's a track like like uh, that just sounds so stupid to me. We got a dumbass here. Man, we got an idiot yeah. or multiple idiots because it's multiple people saying this. And- but you're so you're saying right now, like just individuals are renting out Nashville Fairground Speedway for just like random days and stuff. Because it's, it's owned by the fair board. Uh, well, how, how much does it cost to rent out the fairgrounds? Let's put our own Freedom 500 yeah. on and compete with Cletus. <laughs> let's give it a shot. I don't know. Let's let's find out. Um, we, we, can race, man. we can race big wheels. I swear, if we don't get racing at the fairgrounds because of a bunch of freaking Karens, I'm going to lose it. Karens, uh, yeah. We should call it Karen Speedway in honor. And and Karens are the worst of the worst. (laughs) Yeah, but I don't know. What what do you guys think? Because, I mean, they sounded very... Well, I mean, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. I mean, you're saying, like, the track, I mean, like, it's being rented out daily and stuff. I mean, that's good for business. Not daily, but not daily. Okay, well, yeah, often. I mean, that's good for business. And I mean, it seems like it's it's getting the right backing at the right time. I know back in 2019, it was like very touch and it's go. Oh, it's happening. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, it's happening. It's not happening anymore. But no, now things are moving back in the right direction. Hopefully yeah. we have some sort of racing. Um, hopefully we have some sort of NASCAR racing there by um I, I don't know maybe in a few years you know start off with um uh start with the contract. trucks and yeah yeah a whole new contract you know that's that's of an email being like hey nascar Q podcast wants to rent your track and see what happens yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah i found the email we'll host the podcast we'll host the podcast from there and we'll sit at the start finish line <laughs> <I'd> <laughs> just, down. Sit, just a barren racetrack just yeah four just sitting on the start finish line, squatting mm-hmm. there. Yeah. <laughs> squatting. <laughs> we, have chairs. We're, we're, we have the camera on the ground facing up. We're who, squatting in front of yeah. it like a 90s rap album. <laughs> who are we going to like chain to the flag stand or something so that like, you can never tear this place down? <laughs> Danny. <laughs> tear Danny down. It's uh, our tree guy. That's our well, designated tree guy, Danny is. <laughs> we'll, hi- we'll hire an intern to help us set up the podcast, and then just we yeah. won't tell them that they're going to be here. <gasps> Do we make enough to have interns? We make it. Oh wait, is it a paid internship though? Yeah, we'll we get like some. We get some like sixteen-year-old from up the street. Like he'll just do it for like twenty bucks. Like <laughs> yeah. get a desperate college student. We, we will yeah. give you great exposure. <laughs> yeah, we, <laughs> we can't. Exposure these- doesn't pay the bills. <laughs> oh, oh I think we jumped the shark. And, 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 yeah, and all joking, we're basically our own interns for this. So yeah. All right. Um, I think that uh, covers it. There's a couple more super jets came in. I do want to say this on the, on the subject of Nashville and racing. So last week was obviously um, a kind of a scary situation. Didn't know about how the Nashville Super Speedway was. Mm, from all accounts that I saw after that, 
it does appear a EF0 tornado, which is like as weak as a tornado can be, did go through the Gladeville, Tennessee area on a path that would have put it in a direction of Nashville Super Speedway. However, nothing has ever been confirmed or denied from people with Nashville Super Speedway, so it's safe to say that if there was any kind of tornado damage, it was never enough to make it a big story or anything. So we're hoping everything is still A-OK -okay over there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Right. Yep. yep. So, Preston Friels, appreciate the four ninety nine. Propane. Yes. <laughs> Preston Friels, appreciate the four ninety nine. If, if Byron was to get another win or two, uh, would he become a dark horse for the championship of how consistent he has been so far this year? I guess anyone could be a dark horse at this point. Yeah, I like at this point, yeah, seven different winners in seven races. I mean, sure, some are more consistent than others, but I, I mean, at this point, with only seven winners, if he gets another win. He's a great favorite right there. So yeah, basically, yep. like like the first person to have to have um uh to have multiple wins in the season would automatically be the championship favorite. I think it might. Yeah. So we have to wait and see on that. And then we have uh, Con Formation Oh Seven. Appreciate that. $20, and he, they simply say, hashtag bring back Montreal, and that's a pretty yeah, I think so. cool track to yeah. miss it, but at this point, can't really even travel to Canada for racing, so. Yeah, hopefully, day, bring yeah, back hopefully. In the future. Yeah. Someday, someday. I do think that by the time the uh, Canadian tire race comes, I think things might be controlled, at least do that. Mm. That might even be a race without fans, I don't know, but it might <laughs> happen. We'll see. But, yeah, that'll do it. Uh, so, do you want to go ahead and say, you can watch us next week, Wednesday night, same NASCAR time, same uh -huh. NASCAR weekly podcast uh, channels, but it'll be on my channel. Yes, it'll be on Black Flags Matter. Uh, the guests, uh, we keep don't saying, yeah, <laughs> we might have a guest. We had, no, no, we don't know. We went so. three weeks in a row without a guest, and it's been pretty fun. I'll be real. Yeah, uh, yeah, guests cool. weigh us down. God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they weigh their picks down. Jared, don't worry, they... we're just start. We're just getting started here, folks. We'll have some guests on very soon. I, I like how Jarrett earlier you were thinking that, that we'd be lucky to even get an hour and a half out of this. We've actually gone ten minutes over. I know <laughs> that's crazy. But yeah, yeah, I, I, again, 2021 always proves me wrong. Yeah. Um, have a great off weekend, everybody. Have a great holiday. Yeah, have a great <laughs> it slaps in the chat. He heard that. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, man. Uh, <laughs> I guess. Uh, should, I do, should I do my thing? Yeah, do your thing. Got my do Greta you. shirt. Got it. All right. The quick Kong titty slap. <laughs> I know. I was just doing all that. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going there with that. But okay. <laughs> it made such a slappy sound. <laughs> right into the for, mic. For slap uh, shoes. For slap. Yeah, yeah. yeah I get you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Or, or, or as you can pronounce it, for slap toes. <laughs> slap toes. <laughs> <laughs> Ready. All right. Aim, Guys, fire. Thanks a lot for watching on Danny B Talks this week. This has been the National League Podcast. Thank you so much for watching us. You can catch us again next week. Jarrett, send us out of here with some Dale Call. I didn't hear anything at all. Yeah, that was that was a silent that was a silent part. <laughs> <laughs>
Eric Estep here. This episode is brought to you by Forney Industries. Get it done with green. Forney offers a full line of welding and plasma cutting machines, metalworking accessories, and more. For do-it-yourselfers all the way to professional metalworkers, Forney has everything you need for your next project. Shop Forney's top-of-the-line products at ForneyIndy.com. That's Forney, F-O-R-N-E-Y, Ind, I-N-D.com, or at an authorized Forney dealer near you.